www.d20radio.com. Clash of Titans. Caught in the grip of the Inquisition, under the watchful gaze of the cruel confessor, all seemed lost until a miraculous rescue came in the form of Julie, Moroni Johnson, and a Mormon bishop who also happens to be a were-tiger. Together they rushed to stop the High Inquisitor's ritual, but were unable to stop the spell in time, as the mad priest bound Voltaire's father, an angel of the Lord, to his will. Then a phone call changed everything, as Nikolai Zaitlos, King of Vegas, partner to the Fallen, a lord of the Order of St. Lucifer, appeared, commanding our heroes to stand aside. The moment of glory had finally come. The moment the Lord had promised him centuries ago, when the voice of God first spoke to him. Everything had led to this. Soon war would spread across the world, the forces of the Inquisition cleansing the impure with holy fire. And this city, this modern Babylon, this haven of sin and depravity, would be the first to fall. The High Inquisitor looked out, past the rebellious angel he had bound, out to those who dared stand in the way of righteous judgment. They would be the first to taste the heat of celestial fire. Nikolai Zaitlos entered the room, the whisper of his shadowy partner growing louder in his mind as they beheld the scene before them. A madman. A bound angel. A gaggle of children, he assumed, believed themselves the heroes of this story. This simply wouldn't do. Excuse me, children. I believe this is a job for the adults. Honestly, I kind of forgot that he came. <laughs> like, between last session and this one, I forgot that he came. I am, Anyone uh, have any talent suggestions? What, what tier? <laughs> it's too late. Huh? What tier? Four. 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 Action surge. Intense focus. More intense focus. Yeah, yeah. What does that do? I don't know. Um, Just get okay. it. Okay. So, Nikolai has walked into the room. Nikolai Zaitlos walks in from behind us. Looking at the group with a disapproving look in his eye. Disapproving. Um, if we were, if if Caden was in his way, Caden is moving out of his way. 
<laughs> just padding oh, yeah, slightly no. to the left yeah. or so. Rianne is moving to the side as well. Parting the waters. He looks out at everyone with a disapproving and very condescending look. This is a man who knows that he is above you in every way. I feel like that's everyone in this world. I mean, sad. Most of them. <laughs> His shadow stretches out in front of him. And yeah, it pretty much everyone moves out of his way, except for oh, Merle. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, no. oh this ain't this ain't good. Moroni. Let the man do his work. Zaitlo sees Moroni, and you can see like Moroni's muscles are clenched as he looks at Zaitlos. Zaitlos just raises an eyebrow and then looks at Voltaire. It's interesting company you keep. What can I say? I'm an interesting person. I was unaware that you were acquainted with a paragon. I believe acquainted may be, may be stretching things a bit. He does a small nod, like more to himself than to you at that, and then he turns away from you and focuses on Moroni. You're completely out of his thoughts now. My quarrel is not with you this day, paragon. Step aside and let me deal with this pretender. If you wish, we can engage in battle another time. Moroni looks very reluctant. Voltaire's just looking from Moroni mm -hmm. to Zaitlos and back to Moroni. And he's just like, the fact that Zaitlos is giving mm -hmm. him the time of day. And Moroni finally steps back out of Zaitlos's way. <laughs> then the confessor takes a step forward and hold out that golden staff, which begins to glow. Zaitlos makes a contemptuous, almost like shooing gesture with his hand, and his shadow just <laughs> stretches out beneath the confessor, and he vanishes, screaming into the shadow. <laughs> you hear his screams of pain and terror slowly fade from distance as he falls through this endless void before he's just gone, consumed by Zaitlos's shadow. Now that the pawns have been dealt with, he steps past the group to face the High Inquisitor. The High Inquisitor, his eyes are just wide with frenzied excitement and wild energy. This man is riding some kind of high and does not look very sane right now. Desist now, priest, and your death will be swift. Force me to play my hand, and I will personally ensure an eternity of the most exquisite agonies. You... Have no power here. I have called down the fires of heaven this day, and you and all yours will be cleansed. Now, he points his finger and grips tighter on the chain holding Voltaire's father, which glow bright, and you can feel the pain in the air. This being that is Voltaire's father, this angel, is such a fundamental part of creation that when he feels pain, it resonates out into his surroundings. Caden mm. does not like that one bit. He's, <laughs> Ooh, he, yeah. he's feeling that and he's like shaking himself, trying to 
almost like shake it off if he can in his wolf form. As he speaks the name, it resonates in the air as he commands Anayo, destroy them. No, please. No, hearing, no, please. Hearing that, hearing that, Voltaire just, he's just like, um, I think now would be a good time to run. Andy does not look like she wants to run. Joan looks conflicted. <laughs> you can't tell what Caden's thinking. <laughs> At all. Honestly, same with Eliana. She's in some type of way, and she she appears to be having some kind of highly emotional experience, but it's just, you know, who knows what it is. Nothing's Rian, real right Rian now. just looks ready to jump either into a sprint or into a fight. Voltaire, he says that, he looks around, nobody obviously doing anything and he's just like do you all have a death wish wait is just like chilling oh, yeah, no that's you don't have time i i wanted to wait for what people's faces were like right now but there's not time to like have a conversation oh okay because i was gonna like respond well, and looks, i was like wait no petrified <laughs> makes sense all right um <laughs> yeah. Zaitlos's shadow just expands until it is completely encircling that ritual circle and it is not two-dimensional anymore as it expands over until there's just this cloud of darkness surrounding the circle. We can only see bits of light that break through this black miasma. And then you hear a voice come out, this resonating voice. Shabagato, even before your fall, you were not my equal. And you hear a hiss that does not come from Zaitlos, but from the shadow. Whatever power you may have siphoned from the aberration beneath this city, you cannot stand against me. This is not my will, but I am sorry. In response to hearing that, Voltaire is going to cast the most powerful barrier that he can currently cast. You try, and the source of your power, you can't tap into. Oh, no. Your angelic magic was a gift from your father. From my angelic oh, father. Oh, and all no. of his power is currently bound. Okay, oh, so it looks no. like the shadow man can't do much. So just as this uh, is happening, if possible, Andressa wants to... I just want to freeze the guy behind the... the Controlling the angel, the puppet master man. Just freeze him. Um, you can't even see him right now at all. There's a big darkness in my shadow. That only like bits of light are escaping. Yeah, nothing but darkness. Hmm. Just there's a pressure change in the air, and your ears pop as a sound like a superheated sonic boom rocks out through the room. And the darkness is blasted away and everything is consumed with white light. And you just see the silhouette of a man with wings within the light. And then all noise turns to static and everything is white. And then you find yourself on the ground. We're so screwed. Yeah, we are. <laughs> It takes you like a full minute minimum to recover. Does anyone have ranks in resilience? 
Yes. <laughs> no. Those of, you yes. those of you with at least one rank in resilience will recover in a little over a minute. Everyone else, it okay. takes a I couple. So, so do I. Bit, yeah, you'd get barely more than a minute to recover. Everyone else, it's going to take like yep. two, three minutes so before you can realize, oh, wait, I'm not in an empty white void of light and pain. I'm everyone, not yet. <laughs> everyone is going to take four strain. Hey, um, so okay. fun, fun fact about that. Wait, I have to be over my threshold, right? Yes. Cool. Well, I'm at it. Does um, this ignore soak or not? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give Caden five because Big Sonic Boom, that hurt. Oh, yeah. yeah. We give him five yeah. instead. Oh, yeah. Poor Caden. It's fine. And so as you recover your senses, you see that the stone in the room, with the exception of inside of that circle, has been transmuted into glass. And you see a furrow in that glass leading out of the room through that doorway that you all came through and on the ground in that next room behind you is Zaitlos and he is not moving uh, well <laughs> his shadow is much much smaller than before the size of a regular human shadow and is moving very faintly <sighs> his suit has just been torn apart and the confident, invincible man from moments ago is completely defeated. So dude's down for the count. Yes. Might be uh, down permanently. Someone should check, maybe. Um, is it still, we still, we still can't see? Can we see the bad guy now? Now you can. You can see standing in the front is Voltaire's father, the negative figure with wings of white light. And behind him, the now grinning High Inquisitor just starts How laughing. Far away. <laughs> this guy is messed up. I'm gonna freeze Ew. his face yep. off. He's completely off the mind. <laughs> and that 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 was not like a like a just wanton wish. I'm gonna do that. Can I freeze okay. him? How far away? <laughs> uh, you, you don't have to roll. We already know it doesn't right. work. <laughs> yeah, your 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 ice melts and then evaporates before it can come close. That's frustrating. I we're in trouble now. If only I had combat skills. Turn your power on them. Bruh. Destroy them. <laughs> and he Us. points to the group. Us. Shoot! Help us all. Is everyone is everyone conscious by now? Yeah, the last person to gather their senses would gather their senses just in time to hear, destroy them. And what then is- you hear that same resonant voice. I command you by your name, Anael, destroy them! And the chains glow bright and everyone is going to suffer two wounds. Oof! As this pain resonating through the air causes physical pain to your bodies. He's just is bowed over in agony. And then you just hear again. No. Now would be. I can't. Now would be a good time to do something. Do what? <laughs> so Voltaire still has his rifle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
I don't think you should distract the man's. I mean, you could. Not the man's technically distracted. No. He's focusing on trying to make. He's focused on trying to make the one source of his power in this situation do what he wants. No, I mean the angel man's. Sorry, I'm not distracted. Angel man's. I'm okay. I'm taking advantage of the opportunity. All right, go for it. Take the shot. I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't think this is a good idea. <laughs> Neither do I, but still. So take what's it. what they're doing? He yanks out. <laughs> He yanks out his rifle, and he's taken aim at the High Inquisitor. You are at short range from him? Oh, wow. Small room. I guess. Mm. It's a decently sized room, but he's at the very center True. of it. Voltaire, he's sitting there. He's just like, well, we can't run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if we run, we're just going to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. And he can't so- do anything with, you know... He he can't access the angel Kool Aid at least so, right now. <laughs> All right, he's try what's to your ranged heavy? My ranged heavy is three yellow and one green, and I have intense focus. Yeah, right. do it. I would uh, like to I'm use great. that once. All right, how you doing, strain wise, pal? Not great. <laughs> Thank you. For that. <laughs> you want to flip the story point? Yes, sir. Flipping it back. Oh, are are. you? But thank you, Voltaire. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wait, wait. How many ranks in accurate? Does the rifle have a sniper, isn't it? Yeah, it It has accurate too. Okay. I mean, it's been a long time since. It's been a long time. (laughs) Success with an advantage. Nice. Okay. What's the base damage of this weapon? Nine with pierce two. What sound would that? Does that have a silencer on the end or not? No. It wouldn't matter. He wants to know what sound effect to make. It's going to be very, <laughs> it's very loud. loud. All right. Yeah. You just hear that ear splitting bark as just, and the Inquisitor's body snaps back, and you see a spray of blood as it hits him right in the belly. Ooh. <laughs> oh, wow. I did not think that was going to work. Neither did Can I. Can magic again? And he's, uh, if you won't destroy them. And he glances towards Zaitlos and Zaitlos' shadow. No. Then I'll do it. Hey, Niall, to me. And he yanks the chains back. And the angel is thrown into the Inquisitor. Say what? No. Say what? No, 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 no. Impossible. No being can survive such power. Well, I'm glad you got that one shot in, because we're not getting any more hits. The Inquisitor's entire body glows with negative light as he becomes a negative image of himself. His eyes just glowing white from his black... From his black heart. (laughs) From his black faith. Now you will see true power. Roll cool. A vigilance, actually, for me. (laughs) Nice. Uh, It should be three yellow and two blue. This is bad. This is bad. What? So you rolled some blanks. Ah, of course. At this very critical moment. I have two yellow and a green. All right. I'm so cool. Too cool for school. Wow, even you rolled better than Caden did. Mm, I'm so <laughs> mad now. Oh, 
He's good with Will stuff. Why did he roll blanks this time? So sad. Man. Uh, my cool is two yellow, but I am suffering. Three strand. Use rapid reaction. Give me three successes. Nice. Those successes came in clutch. Yeah. Advantages. Did I roll any additional successes? You rolled one. Wow. Um, Eliana. Um, I don't reckon. Um, it's cool. Cool. Oh, I can. I'm extremely cool. I'm also traumatized, so I have <laughs> four yellow and one green. Yep. Dang. That's really nice. I deal with a lot of stress all the <laughs> no. time. Yep. That is, <laughs> that, that is accurate. That is incredible. Thank you. Hey. Hey, nice. So that means you're know, probably going first. Yeah, you'll probably be going first. What the? At least in the party. I don't want to go first. I don't know what to do. <laughs> and stop being so cool. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't help it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, a, it's a blessing and a curse. Too cool, doesn't know what to do. <laughs> All dressed up, but has anxiety. Thanks <laughs> <laughs> for the bad guy. What's his cool? <laughs> don't laugh. I don't like that. <laughs> Whether or not his cool oh. skill is bad, I am assuming that an angel has some insane presence. Just throwing that out there. Mm. Uh, probably. Oh my gosh, do they get combined stats? Probably. Is every check cooperative? <laughs> he, just, he just he just nudges a little. He's like mm. a little head somewhat head, head bob. Just huh. a little help. Well, a little head tilt. Well, hmm. all right. Oh, not as much as I thought it would be. What? Good. I don't know what that means. Uh, means he still did better than almost everyone. Um, just not everyone. Um, mm. Okay. So the very first person in the turn order is Bishop Shang. Nice. Hey. Oh, yeah. He's still here. Right. We've got, yeah, he I forgot yeah. that they were here. Oh, yeah, we got some backup. Yeah. Bishop this Shang steps forward, and you see something you haven't before. There's a lot of those things. There's a lot of that going on. <laughs> Bishop Shang steps forward with absolute confidence and absolute faith. Isn't he still in his tiger form? No. When did he switch? He got out of it before because it's hard to maintain for him. I mean, he probably dropped enough. out of it while Andy was having a five-minute-long yeah, reunion right. with her niece. All, uh, so, actually, I should specify, we all got... Not like, down. KO'd basically briefly. Oh, that's true. Which would kick you out of your animal form anyways. Fine. So Bishop Shang steps forward, old, a little overweight, resolute with absolute faith. There is no golden glow or white fire or any of that, just the steady certainty of true faith. And he says, you are no servant of the Lord. The powers you abuse are not meant for you, and you will not harm these people. And he makes an act of true faith. When you said, oh, it's going to happen, I don't know why, but the, the kid from Incredibles is just like, something amazing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Exactly it. All right. As he does the equivalent of a barrier spell, Everyone is going to get all damage to them reduced by four. Nice. And everyone recovers two strain. Oh, bless. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, please. I can do two yes, things please. now. I was... As you can feel like his absolute faith bolsters you up. Beautiful. Thank you, sir. Eliana's God. turn. 
God now bless. I, now I can do two Literally. things. I was going to say, all right, guys, I can do one thing before I'm unconscious. Mm-hmm. Now I can do two things. Um, what are you going to do? I don't freaking know. I like. I can't even like. I don't even. I don't even. I don't even. You don't even. I don't even. I don't know. I got magic. I guess. I don't know what it does. Um. I could just go over and try and heal up Zaytlos. That's an option. I think Voltaire. Voltaire would have picked up his gun and gone next to you, and he's just like, "I think our best bet is to get Zaytlos back in the fight." She just blinks like she's coming out of something and then gets up and goes over to Zaytlos. Voltaire follows. He's watching Zaytlos very closely. <laughs> so when you get close, the shadow moves like aggressively, Look. almost like a cobra, like opening up its hood and rearing back. Damn. Easy, easy. We're we're on the same side. <laughs> I'm trying to heal him. You hear a voice in your mind mm-hmm. that feels slick like oil. You stink of fairy. Does Voltaire hear this or just Eliana? Just Eliana. I mean, I would. I am. Thou, child. Vow you will not harm my host. I vow I have no reason to. Upon your name. Uh, well, it's in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Sweet. I can do that in my head. <laughs> <laughs> Darn you, Caitlin. Come on. Stop depriving us. I'm not doing this. He's doing this. Okay? <laughs> Just be patient. I'm done waiting. Two seasons. <laughs> All right. So she does it? Yeah. All right. And so the shadow, the fallen angel, slides away from Zaytlos' body. Eliana goes up. And kneels down next to him. This sounds like this exchange is going to take two rounds. That's fair. Because you just had a small conversation, so your actual healing is going to be next round. Cool. Okay. That's fine with me. It's Rianne's turn. Coolio. Yay. I take up time. I don't know what else to do. Let's, yeah, two rounds. Let's go. All right. So Eliana just ran off. Later. Voltaire's, Voltaire's with her. Bless you, sir. Not his turn yet. He can't make maneuvers. Okay, okay. He's following her. Rian is concentrated on the guy that's negative light man right now. Yep. <laughs> what he's he not concentrated on who's behind him. <laughs> How far away is he? Short range. Mm. What weapons do you have that you think might possibly do some amount of damage to this individual? Right. Uh, my pistols That's an excellent right? question. That is a good question, actually. Pistols have regular ammo. I have two blessed knives, two iron knives, and two silver knives. And he's never encountered an angelic being before. So, ah! You don't have time. You gotta make a split decision. Part of him's still human, though. Five, four, three. All right, we're gonna two, run up and stab him. We're gonna one. run up and stab him. Yes. Let's see. Quick draw, quick draw, improve. He's just gotta draw his blessed knives because that's just the first thing All he instantly right. gets. Spend a minute get there. Um, yeah. Shoot me. Um, <laughs> use a maneuver for the dual wielder because we're just gonna go slice and dice with combined weapons check. So okay, that would be two strain. That two strain. And then. I'm going to suffer an additional two strain 
to use the double or nothing incidental. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. It increases the difficulty by one. And after opposing symbols have been canceled, I double the remaining advantages and successes since I have the improved version. That okay. did you say it increased the difficulty? By one, yes. Fun. Okay. <laughs> I would like to flip a story point too. Oh my. All in, huh? All in, huh? Double or nothing. <laughs> you wanna know what the pool is right now? No. What no. <laughs> four yellows, one green, and four reds. Okay. You got that's one actually green not on terrible. Them. You got one that's green on it. You know what? Oh, that's wait, not I great, believe. but it's not it's terrible. Black. Are there any blacks? No blacks. Okay. Good luck. You come at him. You just come in swinging, and he is not where he was a second ago. Dang it. Shoot. There is no visual indication of movement, but he is a foot to the side of where he was when you struck. Frick. Did I roll anything good? You rolled net zero. Are you serious? Wow. Yep. Wow. My guy, be thankful. You really did get nothing. <laughs> That's the kind of role that ends characters, my guy. Nothing is preferable then to something. The High Inquisitor slash Angel raises his hand. Oh, no. Die, sinners. But then you hear another voice. No. Oh, wow. And he shakes. Yes. As I still fights against the Inquisitor. After a moment of that struggle, the Inquisitor unleashes his power. Is this targeting the group or one person? It's targeting pretty much everyone. Oh, get wrecked. Bye, everybody. Everyone dies. Use it. I I sure hope this doesn't look strain damage. I would say reflexive barrier. But I have no magic angel juice left. So Joe's gonna cast reflexive barrier. Good plan. I would also like to cast reflexive barrier. I'm using dodge. (laughs) Caden's doing dodge twice because I got another rank in it. Rian is also dodging twice. Voltaire's just never mind. (laughs) Voltaire's just giving up. What's he supposed to do? Is a story so that. Takes a story point to cast Reflexive Barrier. And Frick, Joan does not get enough to protect anyone other than herself. That's okay. As long all right, as she's all right. Okay. That's fine. Is uh, Andy doing it as well? Yes. All right. Yes. What's her magic skill? It's a three yellow and two green. Triumph. Did you get Masterful Casting? I did. Hey! Right. Okay, so that means you can activate three qualities, or you could activate one quality three times that can do that. So, for example, additional target. So, like saving other got, people? And you got three advantages. So, yeah, you can protect one, two, three, four, five. You could defend six people. Jeez. Oh, damn. Shoot. I will do that one, please. Who are you defending? What are the options? We've got the six core members of the group, plus Bishop Shang, Moroni Johnson, and Julie. Except it's people other than herself, so five. Yeah, so it's not me and it's not Joan. So it's everybody except me and Joan. Eliana is off in the other room now, so she is 
And so is Voltaire, un- uh, unless no. we're waiting until his turn for him to move. Not yet. Yeah, he has to get to his turn first. Okay, so, so hold on. He okay. hasn't, so he's following Eliana, but he hasn't okay. reached there yet. Well, so Eliana is in that talking to the fallen Billy. angel is happening while this fighting is occurring. Kian, the bishop, and Moroni Johnson. So it's Voltaire, Rianne, Julie, Caden, the bishop, and Moroni Johnson. Those are all the other people. And Joan. Oh, but Joan's Joan covering is- herself at this point. So that is six people. Okay. Hey. Cool. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> Power all right. Up, and that is um, yes. successes. <laughs> Counting. So is that another what do I two? Wanna- so that would be another three. Oh, I thought it was like... For one success and then every other two after that was an additional one. Andy puts Empowered onto her shield spells. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember that, but I trust you more than me. (laughs) No, I do remember that somewhat, but yeah. Well, because every time I ask, I just assumed it by this point, because every time I ask, do you want Empowered? You always say yes. You know, that's true. I would have said yes this time, too. There you go. <laughs> this takes all the water that you've got um, to create Oof. these barriers. And then some. All right. I'm using dodge twice. So yeah. is Caden. Nice. Suffer two strain. Joan gets plus four defense. So that is also added to the check. So that would be the highest of defenses. So yeah, that's the one. So does that mean the check is mm-hmm. upgraded four times and then four yep. black die on top of that? Yep. Wow. Nice. There you go. Is right. he attacking only conscious people? In the room, I'm assuming. Um, He's attacking everyone in the room. Cool. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm not fine with that, obviously. Uh, I could be less fine with it. <laughs> and then Moroni is also going to cast. Nice. How many story points are split between Do four? we have one? Wall it up. There are four on the evil side now. And how many on ours? Two? Three. Oh. Yeah, three. Right. We started with seven. Free strength six. for later. Oh, sorry. We started with six, and then there was one on the GM side. Yep. Ooh, triumph. Hey! So he's able to affect two other people besides himself, and that is another four. Mm-hmm. To whoever he chooses on that one. Yep, so that's another... Wow, Moroni gets minus 11 damage. Plus his soak? Plus his soak. Then he's going to give it to Rian as well, who is right at the front of this. <laughs> so Smart how much man. do I reduce? <laughs> well, 11, I'm assuming, because you got the four from Bishop, three from Andy, and then mm-hmm. another four. Yeah, so from- you're getting the 11. Uh, and also to the, who would look the most vulnerable in the group? In the group, maybe? The group? To Julie, probably. Yeah, I was going to say Julie. Yeah, Julie. Yeah. All right. So yeah, he you see that white fire come from Moroni as a shield of white flame appears in front of him and in front of Rianne and in front of Julie. And then these six yellow dice. Boy, thank goodness to all the dice we added. <laughs> then I'm going to flip a story point. Ack. I gasped so hard that I started choking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the current dice pool is... Three reds for the him killing us. Three reds, four blacks, six yellows, and a green. We have to go four times. That's only three red. Well, yeah, like the check probably wasn't very hard. It was an six average. yellows, but a lot of yellows. How do you have that many dice? Well, you um, you were an angel powers. You you were no. There I mean, how Azerite do you own that many dice? 
I bought the right era. I bought that many dice. World of Warcraft went on for a while, and uh, yeah, it became power levels. You think I stopped at five in my magical characteristic? I don't think so. That's funny of you. (laughs) All right, so he is going to use his triumph to activate the blast quality. No, piece of garbage. As a wave of black and white flame sweeps over the group, dealing a total of twelve damage. Okay, does that that ignore whatever? It does not ignore Soak. Okay. Oh, thank goodness. And this is like just spraying all over Wait. the place at the what? Did the two damage earlier ignore Soak? I believe the so. Two yes. wounds. Yeah. We got two wounds. I yeah. I said you were dealt wounds. So if I say you are dealt damage, Soak applies. If I say you are given a certain amount of wounds or given a certain amount of strain. Okay. I don't remember why I got these. The six wounds from last session. Uh-oh. Did that ignore Soak? Huh? What? Because I always forget to apply soak. Oh, that was last six session. Wounds. There was no point when we were just given six wounds, unless unless it was in her confession. Then yes, that ignored soak. Okay, cool. That's when we start doing math, right? So twelve damage minus minus the food. eleven from all of the barriers. Then include your soak. So, so yes. you're probably so for fine. Re-end. Yeah, Rian. Rian. Yeah, 11. I have a soak of three, so yeah, I am fine. I hold my ground. And you are so lucky that he didn't get any um, advantages. Because this thing has a nasty vicious. So, 12 damage, and then minus your soak and whatever your add-on from all of these ridiculous shields is. (laughs) (laughs) Voltaire only ends up taking one damage. So does Kate. How high is your soap? Well, the, all the shields and stuff. All the shields are helping, oh. for sure. It's like four from Bishop, and then I have I did three, right? Yeah, I did three. Moroni, Julie, and Rianne are untouched. Moroni's shields backed with Andy's water protection and the unshakable faith of Bishop Shang. Those three things together completely <laughs> block the angelic fire. That's so rad. Caden has four soak, three brawn, and then one soak from his So that would be one damage? He took one damage. Nice. The barriers are definitely assisting, for sure. I think I take two, because it's three minus four minus three minus three. Okay. Because 12 Jeez. minus four minus three minus three, yeah. <laughs> Who's very thankful right I'm now? Say yes. So many barriers. Bro, and yeah. I am yeah. Hashtag yes, I am. I am. <laughs> Dude, hashtag reflexive barrier. Unfortunately, we can't do it again. <laughs> well, the barriers, as long as you choose to maintain the barrier, it'll stay. Mm-hmm. That's well, true. Or, or if it gets cut lingering off. Smell. Or if it gets cut off. It's true. If it gets cut right. off. It's now Moroni. If, if you use lingering spell, you can still do other stuff and have the shields remain, yeah? Yes. Okay. Moroni. What is Moroni doing? He is going to, as a maneuver, augment himself. Nice. And that is a strength of faith check, which uses discipline. Strength of faith. (laughs) Discipline. And he's going to spend one story point to activate his paragon heroic ability for discipline. Built upon the rock. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's so good. (laughs) All allies within short range recover six strength. Nice. You 
beautiful man. And gain cover wounds. That's amazing. And gain two blue dice to all checks they make for the next round. I love this man. Wow. White fire erupts from Moroni and goes across everyone, wiping away exhaustion and filling you with energy. And then I get to remove this purple dice. That's so he gets plus one to everything. Free maneuver. Okay. I'm going to spend another story point per lingering spell. So he spends one maneuver to maintain the shield and incidental to maintain the augment because of lingering spell. So then he just holds out one hand and white hot flame erupts from it. All right. Moroni holds out his hand. White fire erupts from his outstretched palm, engulfing the angelic pretender, who cries out in pain. Hey! As you see for the first time, but this guy can be hurt. I mean, Voltaire did... Sh- oh, wait. In this state. In this in state. state. Okay, cool. That's yeah. good. Voltaire shot him before he drank the angel Kool-Aid. That's good to know. <laughs> Why is everything Kool-Aid? Because I don't Kool-Aid know why we're saying Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid <laughs> yeah. has a different connotation. And then using advantages to activate, burn four. Ooh, nice. Juicy. Ooh, that's good. Burn that's it. good. <laughs> Ow. Alive. Now it's Jones' turn. Nice. Jones going to try to paralyze this guy. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I, I like where this is going. I'm a fan. I'm I'm, I'm scared, but I'm I like where this that. is going. I'm a little bit nervous, but I'm into it. Joan gets blue die thanks to our friend Moroni. Joan is going to spend a story point on oh, lingering spell to maintain her shield, and then she is going to spend a maneuver to aim to add another blue die. Nice. So that's three blue die to her spell. Because mm-hmm. she needs this to work. We all do. That's a lot of dice. Success. Woo! So she points out her wand at figure and shouts, Alex! And those bands of silver light surround him. And Joan starts to scream as negative fire along the bands of silver around him, following that path of energy back to Joan. And Joan collapses to her knees. What? I sense a despair in the mix. The way he said success was so (laughs) reserved. All right. So, yeah, with that despair, her wounds are now at her threshold and is still burning. Oh, no. no. And she has no maneuvers left. If she were to stop, drop, and roll to try to put out this fire, I have a question. She would have to break off the spell. So instead of trying to put out the fire, she just curls onto the ground, burning, holding her what, wand in the What death. about her barrier? Oh my gosh. Oh. Is it despair? Yeah, through the barrier. Oh, oh my gosh. Because it followed the path of her, it just followed the path of energy from her spell. Path of least resistance. Oh, but no. currently the guy is staggered, but she's currently mm-hmm. on fire on her next turn, and she has no ability to snuff it out herself. Someone help her. We are not burying our well, gaze today. Technically. <laughs> Who, whose turn is it next? Voltaire. 
I'm, I'm sorry. Voltaire was following Eliana. Leaving the room, he's right through the door when he hears Joan's anguish. Is, followed by just sobbing as like her knuckles are white as she maybe the tears will put out the flames question zaytlos was sent (laughs) directly out of the room yes Mm -hmm. so there should theoretically be a line of sight not there's a bunch of people in the way if you were to try to shoot through the people this is like a regular sized door to be fair, we did get out of the way of Zaydlos. I, I know we all didn't fall exactly in the same place, but like... Since then, we've stood up and shoveled around and yeah. been KO'd yeah. and I don't know about it. The group has been thrown about. Fair enough. Alright. I was trying, Xander. I'm sorry. There's not like there's not someone directly in the way of the door, like, blocking him entirely, but there would be added but difficulty. the possibility is there. It's possible. It's just going to be difficult with a chance of hitting a person. Especially since you're attacking someone with, like, adversary, like, four or something. Voltaire's going to yeah. go post up next to Eliana. I'm assuming that will take a maneuver. Yep. You would be there for the end, the tail end of that conversation. Okay. So you'd see the shadow, like, pulling back. He doesn't he doesn't really have time to think. He just gets there and looks at Eliana. He's just like, I'll watch your back. <laughs> Thank you. And then he takes aim. He's gonna see if he can get a good shot. Oh, All right. right. <laughs> gonna have three black die. Okay. Then that's accuracy two. And you are now at medium range from him. So that's Don't forget uh, Rianne is also still uh, straight next to the guy. So I think that yeah, and because you I would also like to use I would like to use the one maneuver that I have left to intense focus. Okay. Yeah. That'll be three strain total. Oof. Did he also get the blue die from I was Moroni? in the room while yes. Moroni was activated. And you do get the two blue die from Morona. And I would like to flip a story point. You have what The group has one. Ha! Never mind. Ha! Um, can we use our racial abilities right now? <laughs> can you? I don't remember. I think we're allowed to use I think racial abilities aren't technically, especially ones involving... It, no, no, it like, would say whether you can do it as an out-of-turn incident or not. My Google Drive... I'm flipping a story point. Well, that... that okay. That's just peachy. What's that? It's an out-of-turn incidental. Okay. Awesome. Once per session. I'm doing it right now. Sure, I'll do it now. Sure. Let's put stuff in our pool. Wow. I don't know what that means. That could be good or bad. It sounded more good, but I don't trust it. Yeah. You have some weird kind of luck there. We take any luck we can get. You might save the devil's own. (laughs) (laughs) You fail. With one, two, three, four, five, six, seven advantages and a triumph. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's that? insane. Uh, Excuse me? What? Um, correct. How many advantages? Seven. seven advantages. I don't even know what to do with that. If you're cool with giving me a little bit of control here, I have an idea. Oh, boy. Go nuts, my man. <laughs> Good luck. All right. Voltaire lines up the shot. Fires. The bullet goes flying and disintegrates upon contact with the Inquisitor's flesh. And he turns and stares at you. And then you're not there anymore. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. We're going with it. You're in a white space. And you see your father. 
he is bleeding light from cuts in the shape of chains over his arms and chest. My son, we do not have much time. How? What? How, how do I save you? All spells, all rituals have a weakness. This man did not think to search for it, to ward against it. Okay. The key to breaking his hold, the key to saving your world, is within you. Um, Father, I hate to break it to you. I haven't exactly been myself lately. Only the blood... <clears throat> you see chains materialize over the cuts and dig in deeper, the light bleeding out of him glowing brighter. Only the blood of a Nephilim can break the spell. And then you are jolted back into the real world. And it's Andy's turn. Okay. Well, we have someone who's on fire. It seems like a problem to me. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> currently all my water is being used, isn't it? Yep. So I'm going to have to not do the shields, which really annoys me because I would like to keep going, but I have other things to do, like make people not on fire anymore. Um, I mean, there are other people who could fix that. Yeah. But like once the next round start, like once it hits Joan's turn again, it's like. Actually, once it hits the angel's turn again. Oh, so that's like after me or after Julie. Well, we don't know. It's usually at the end of after the order. Julie, yeah. yeah. So there's still Caden oh. and there's Julie and then I think the angel. I feel like it would just I, be easiest to put her out of not out of the fire now. Um, okay. So we're gonna do that. Is that an action? Right. Are yep. you maintaining your current barrier? No. I can't. Oh, she can't. Okay. I have a lingering spell, but it's literally used. Is there any other source of water? There's no other source of water. You already told me this. Not yeah? here, no. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Um, okay, Jonathan, I have a question. Okay. Could could I activate my tattoos and put her out? Or can I only do one of those things? <laughs> can only do one of those things. I will put her out so she's not on fire anymore then. As much as I'd like what? to do other things. Tattoos? <laughs> what? I know, that would be this would be a great time. Right? This is so good for <laughs> it! It is so good! Why is someone on fire? Why'd you do this to me, Jonathan? You get two blue dye from Moroni. Yeah, then I have three yellow and two green. Let me check my skills, because sometimes I forget stuff. I don't think there's anything here. Story points? Yeah, your name. I don't think we have a lot, do we? We have four we now. Have four now, thanks Just to Rianne. Um, I mean, sure. <laughs> I don't really know if this this needs it. I'm just Well, this isn't regular fire. Oh, it's not? No. I guess that makes sense. Let's um let's use touch of fate then. Ooh. Ooh smart choice. That's a smart decision. You reach up to that power of water. Success with a triumph. Yeah. Cool. Your water covers Jonah and you feel like you're trying to put out a nuclear reactor. Holy crap. Oh, wow. That's it, you harder feel, than I thought it would be. Yeah, there were. Uh, I mean, I think red. Andy's just like, hey, fire, let's put that out. And then now it's like, whoa, that's more than fire. Yeah. Because <laughs> she doesn't really think out, about the, the stuff. You expected to put out fire. Instead, you're putting out the equivalent of a nuclear reactor. Or that's what it feels like as you try to douse these flames and they burn right through your water. 
you have to open yourself out more to the power of the ocean flowing through I'm you. Always open to that stuff. <laughs> my chakras are clear. Yeah, my chakras. Ready for business. <laughs> As you put the full force of the ocean against the fires of creation. That's a fire that she wouldn't normally want to put out, but okay. The fires of creation (laughs) turned and twisted against their purpose. Twisted to burn and She definitely wants to put out those ones. She's very much against this whole manipulation of God's power stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) After like several moments of steam and fire just refusing to be put out, finally you put it out. I better have water left after this. You're going to have to grab it out of the air. It's Can I do that? Now. It's evaporating. I thought you wouldn't let me do that. I'll steam. do that. Well, it's steam is still water. Oh, it's yeah. It's yeah. still in the air. It's just Can I just water. Like, do it like as it's turning into steam? Can I like take it and yeah, kind of like, just, recycle well, it? Like, actually, I think that's what it would take. You have this cycle happening as the fire <laughs> turns the water to steam and then you force I it am the cloud. It. And <laughs> just, there's just this war going on there before finally you're able to put this angelic flame out. Andy just wishes mm. she paid more attention in school when they talked about the water cycle. <laughs> 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 the fires of creation cannot stand against the power of condensation. And then it is Caden's turn. Uh, my triumph is just used up. So, so that word, like she's totally out. As just, she's good. Mm. No more fire. Bless. Yes. No Thank you. The triumph. Does she at least like? I assume that you, you actually you, were, you needed that triumph to happen. Actually. Ooh. Oh, good. Whoa. Yeah, you would have. Helps Joan a tiny bit, but not much. Um, if you had succeeded, the fire would have. Not- I was planning on killing my character, but you ruined it. <laughs> well, I was just set up for a really great agency decision that's now gone. So thank oh, you, Amy. You're welcome. No, I wanted it. Yes, <laughs> you're welcome. Because he could have maybe got story points from that. <laughs> Anyway, this move passed. Uh, Shoot. All right. Well, next time I won't save lives and I will go with my selfish desire to show off. No, no, no. It's fine. It's a good character (laughs) thing. Someone's on fire. You have water. It's just a natural inclination. I mean, there it is. I mean, I don't. Okay. Anyway, he's a fire. He's like, no more fire. We're. mm, uh, uh, Screw it. We're doing it. Okay. We're turning into a wolf. We're doing it. Oh. All right. That does not require a story point, only a maneuver. Three yellow and two green, and then I guess two blue die. for. All, is it all checks or just combat checks? All checks until uh, Moroni's next turn. Nice. Awesome. Then, yes, three yellow, two green, and a, two blue die. And how many purples? Uh, This one's still just one. It's an easy okay. check. Uh, yeah, that's a success. And... Three advantages, so you'd recover a total of one string and don't take the strain from shape-shifting. Well, he had no strain because of what Moroni did earlier, so he has technically one... You don't get a, like, bonus bank of, like... You can do with that one advantage. Add another blue die to his next check, maybe? How about that? Yeah, you can. You can do that. Okay, we'll do that. Uh, We are then going to... Because he's not happy about what happened with Joan... (laughs) So it's definitely time to, you know what, screw it, we'll do it. 
I'll spend a story point to activate his heroic ability Ooh, as well. What does that do with its added bonuses? Well, other than the typical ignoring all critical injuries that he suffers while it's activated, including death, um, and it'll last for two turn, uh, two more turns past this one. Mm-hmm. It has empowered two and devastating two as well. Mm-hmm. It should only cost one because of story. So then empowered two that adds another two blue die, correct? Mm-hmm. All right. So that means we're gonna we're we're gonna bite the sucker and hopefully it works. You're at <laughs> okay, short range. We're moving. We'll suffer two strain to move into engage to bite him. What's your brawl? Uh, it'll be three yellow and a green. All right. And then five blue die, I guess. My gosh. Flipping a story point. I can't flip it back, so that's fine. All right. Your fangs clamp down and pierce nothing. Darn. Would have been a nice good hit. Dead. Because you succeeded, but physical attacks do zero damage. Worth a shot. Instead, your mouth ignites in flame. Oh, beautiful. Ah. That's that's nice to know. You're going what? to... More fire? He just touched the flesh of an angel. Yeah, you remember when Voltaire tried to punch his dad? No, I don't. Why did he try to punch him? Their first meeting. That was... Their first meeting, he tried to punch him. If he had been in his full true form, not bound within someone else you would have died from physical contact with him. Understood. <laughs> We're the shot. There weren't many options, so... You are going to take four wounds as your mouth is just horribly burnt. Now, that usually ignore. You know what? I'm not even going to ask about the whole barrier thing. It's going to just take four wounds. I'm just going to accept that. That's fine. Because there's still the one barrier from the bishop that's going, but that doesn't matter, correct? Not Actually, it would. Oh, then he doesn't take it. So you do still feel that burn, but you feel that resolute faith from the bishop protecting you. Okay. Well, then keeping you that keeping your mouth from igniting the flames. Shoot. Was there a despair attached to that, or was it just the fact that he touched the well, flesh of an angel? That's the fact. That's just how okay. it works. Okay. If don't you touch the man, lesson learned, learn. Hey, we're testing some things out. We're trying to find what works. Okay. Experimenting. <laughs> so far, nothing seems to work except magic. Possibly. Except other holy magic, I guess. All right, Julie's turn. What's she gonna do? Her eyes flash red oh, as no. she like glares at the angel, but she sees Caden's mouth smoking, and she like, like shaking his head a little bit. Hisses, shows fangs before she like closes her eyes. And then the fangs vanish, and when she opens her eyes again, they're brown. She goes over to Joan's side and is going to grab painkillers and an energy drink out of Joan's bag and force feed them to Joan as Joan is clenched up, still burning. Like, not on fire, but, like, burns. Mm -hmm. Muscles, like, her muscles clench tight. Julie can barely open her mouth from how tightly Joan's muscles are clenched, holding on as she is holding a divine being that's true he technically is still staggered at the moment oh my god to be fair he's paralyzed Wait, divine being is john still holding fight. him yeah. yeah does this mean that she'll just perpetually be on fire no you were able to put out the flames but the um i didn't know if like the continued contact would make that it, happen again. no it didn't take away the fact that she had been horribly burned yeah 
hoping and, to be killing in that water, but maybe not. And then it is the High Inquisitor's turn. <sighs> and he starts thrashing. He's just, like trying to break out. And you see like he starts splitting and then coming back together for a moment. Like there's the High Inquisitor's face and the face of Voltaire's father, the angel, like, <laughs> like back, back together, then separate, then back. No, I was promised. The Lord spoke to me. This is to be the moment of glory. There's a very menacing growl emanating from Caden as he's saying that. But he cannot perform actions. There it is. He does have maneuvers. Technically, he has maneuvers. Does. Dude. What'd you tell him? Did you have to say anything? (laughs) I'm playing fair. He's going to flip a story point. Shoot. I don't know. To activate conduit. Ah. No. What does that it's mean? Expensive. It means that you can perform a spell as a maneuver. Gosh, dang ah. it. Oh. The wording is important. It's 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 using a maneuver to cast a spell. It's not using maneuver to do a magic action. Is I'm still not happy. It's yep. a talent, talent and it is amazing. And I have used it's a great talent. that to death. And here's the card. So have I. <laughs> as he casts dispel. Oh no. Uh oh. Oh, that's annoying. No, no. Don't you dare. Joan jerks back as those silver bands of light are shattered and she just falls back to the ground as the Inquisitor stands up again and just wings of pitch black light spread out from his back. Uh oh. He has evolved again. I can't imagine the psychological damage this man will have after this incident. The psychological damage is going to be the least of yeah. his problems. Well, oh, pretty psychologically damaged. That he is starting to leak. Gross. Light. There's some cracks starting to appear in places. I love That's it. Good. That's good imagery. This is that There's good some sci-fi cr- stuff that I love. Cracks starting to appear on his skin that are just leading light as he just turns to the one who ironically tried to bind him who bound an angel uh, as he turns to Joan. No, don't stop no, it. Stop. No, no, you dare. Stop it. Targeting the group. No, he's focusing in on Joan. Stop that. This Joan is, is going to use her new talent that she got to suffer one strain and dodge. Mm-hmm. Hey, she's going to push Julie out of the way first before she tries to dodge herself. Uh, Come can on. she do that? Yes, she can. Don't yes, question yes, it. Yes, she can. Don't question it. Question. Wait, this is narrative. Julie's not actually the target of the spell. Yeah. Oh, I see. Cool. But she is kind of in the way. So Joan pushes Julie out of the way as she tries to dodge herself. Question. I also often try to dodge myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Aaron? What would it take for Caden to jump in the way? Do you have any talents that would allow such a thing? No, not normally. (laughs) Can Um... you use story points? (laughs) You said, what would it take for Caden to jump in the way? And you said, talent. Which you don't have. Question. I have dodge and prove. Could that allow me to do it? Because <laughs> we're taking a pot shot. That makes dodge. zero sense. You can't dodge into the, the path of something. You can that's, only that's dodge counter- when you're being murder. attacked. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dang, I should have gotten that tumble talent instead then. Ah, frick. I, was, I, I thought about it. All right. I'll, I'll allow it. Uh, if you succeed a coordination check. Boom. 
Talking to and, me or and story point. Could this be an athletics check instead? <laughs> no, sorry, it could be an athletics check. It would be you can jump in the way if you spend a story point and make a daunting athletics check. My athletics is better than my coordination by a bit. Just for the my main fact that I have no ranks in coordination. Would this be an agency thing, or is this just something that Caden would like 100% do no hesitation? It's no longer an agency decision, because before, the agency decision would have been, does he try to put out Joan, or does he go feral and attack? Mm. Like, it's a decision to decide to defend versus attack. That's what the agent... In this Uh case, it's more knowing that Joan is about to be at a target and knowing what the result of that would be, and him being closer to the target to maybe get in the way... Mm-hmm. His, his job is still protect Joan. So, yep. yes, this doesn't feel as much. All right. Are you spending the story point? Yes. <laughs> hey, what's your athletics? Uh, it'll be two yellow and two green. Flipping one back. And you failed. It, wait, no. two blue die. Every check until Moroni's turn. True. And he's empowered. He gets another two. <laughs> you failed with some advantages. Dang it. Uh, <laughs> I tried. All right. I tried. tries to leap in the way, and one of those black wings just swipes him out of the path. Could we add black die to his check then? Yes. You can add two black die as you put him slightly off balance with that. Yeah, I tried. I'm sorry. Luckily, Joan, he only dispelled the spell holding him in place, not her barrier. Joan. Barrier, which she had used lingering spell. So right. that would add that's six black die then, right? Because it adds yep. two black die and then she has four yep. defense. Do we want to flip a story point? Yes. Yes. Mm. yes. Flipping it back. Uh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The real stress. <laughs> a pinprick of infinitely bright light. Too bright for any of you to look at erupts from his outstretched finger straight towards Joan. That is 20 damage. (laughs) Minus how much from the barriers? Minus 8 from the two barriers. And her soak. That is minus 11. That's 9 damage. Oh! Where is that? Uh Uh Moroni Johnson. What? <gasps> suffers three strain. Yes, the thing. As he comes in using parry and bulwark. Yes. yes. The thing. Oh. As he interposes his shield of white light oh in gosh. between Joan and that pinprick of light. Holy crap. Oh. Ah. Reducing the damage by a t- he has three ranks in parry, so by five. Dang. Joan is at 11 out of 12 wounds. That <gasps> cuts through Moroni's shield, shattering it through Moroni's shoulder into Joan. And like, then it hits Joan's shield then, and then breaks through all of the defenses, but it diffuses into just like a fist, like a fist width of light. That hits Joan in the chest and sends her skidding across the ground. But she is alive. Oh my gosh. Nice. How many? She I would, she's I conscious? Would like, Wait, she's at a. Was she at? Was she at? 11 out of 12. 
Oh my gosh. I would I'm like Julie giving her the energy drink and painkillers. <laughs> right. I would like to do a thing real fast. Oh. I would like to spend a story point to activate retribution. Because <laughs> ah. uh, I am at engage range of this guy and he just shot an alley within it's, medium range. It's, it's All true. right. How much damage would that do? It do base weapon damage plus all applicable talents. So yeah. with his whatever other things. So finesse, well, finesse, improve. So after Caden and after he sees the pinprick like going towards Joan, he's gonna stab him in one of the cracks. Ooh, I like this plan. I like. Ooh, I like where this. So with this one of the- might be a good time for some singing. Ooh. You know what? Why the heck not? Rian resonates with power. And Caden would get the sense that Rian is not the only one making this swing. (laughs) What? (laughs) What is the devastating amount? That adds two damage, correct? Yes. Adds two damage to one hit of a combat check, yes. All right. Well, I think with Retribution, you still only get one hit. I yeah. don't know if you could justify the... Yeah, you only get one, yeah. Stab into the crack and tear it larger. You're going to take three wounds. As that light spills out onto you, your arm sizzles with Oof. heat. And uh, he- how much did you say I was taking? Three wounds. Wounds are strained. Wounds. All right. All right. We just Oof. cut them open. Do you have deadly accuracy and melee light? I have it in ranged lights. <laughs> well, okay. Yep, that's all it is. All right. Okay. Does it do damage to him? Using a blessed knife? Yes. Oh. The only people who have hurt him so far have been Moroni using holy fire. <gasps> and Rian using a blessed knife. And then yeah. the blood of Nephilim. I need like I need like holy water or something. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have all right. that would be rad. It, I, it, I can't. It's- Bless the water with my cross. Holy water is dabbling with my cross. Holy water is more than just dumping a cross in it. It's not how Catholicism, like, I don't think that the priests get holy water. As as funny as Van Helsing (laughs) and Constantine, the movie, are with regards to that, that's not how it works. Oh, you don't just throw a cross in the water and it makes it holy. (laughs) Yeah, it's like. R- yeah, I have like, a question. Rian has had enough. Can I check would it be for Andressa to figure it out, or is that just narrative? You do that with your own brain, and you decide if she figures that out or not based on her brain. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's true. Is she? <laughs> is, she is she too much of a jock? Um, Back to Eliana. Okay, there's a lot of screaming in the other room, but yeah. I'm but you're here, so I'm gonna do see, this. I think you put two black die due to the distractions. Yeah. Yeah. She kneels down next to Zaylos and she rubs her hands together and goes to heal him. Because this is a guy that can do things. Three yellow and one green. You try to reach out with your seely magic and you just instantly recoil. Because when you use your magic, you touch on life. When you touch his life, you get blackness. Technically, he's alive. Mm. Technically. 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 But there is 
So he has been marinating in the darkest of powers for so long that your magic doesn't even recognize him as life anymore. Oh. And you are unable to use magic to heal him. That's not good. Okay. That's not awesome. How bad does he look? So you do notice now that you are closer that he is breathing. Breathing is good. The thing is, is I I was kidnapped in my home. Like, I've got literally nothing on me. Like, I've just got me, and what I've got didn't work. So, I guess Eliana's gonna stand up and go see what's going on in the other room. Because Does she double tear anything? So, Eliana, where are you going? Visually, so sorry, visually what happens is, so Eliana puts her hands out. And that green light and pine smell. But once it touches him, the light immediately recoils back into her. And the smell vanishes. Eliana, what's happening? Um, uh, I'm the wrong person to try and help him, is what's happening. Um, I can't do anything for him right now. Well, then maybe you can help me puzzle out something. My father was able to speak with me, and he said only the blood of a Nephilim can break the spell. Oh, okay. So, I mean, do I cover bullets in my own blood and shoot him? I think so, yes. I don't know what else you would do. That makes two of us. Glad we're on the same page. <laughs> if you really want to know, you do still have that heroic ability. It's connected to my angel powers. But True. Technically need- he is reaching out to you, so you will get a much much more fractured thing than you usually get, but you can get something. Excellent. Let's use it. Your eyes are drawn to the ritual circle, which throughout all this, the room being transmuted into glass, the fight, the ritual circle has been untouched. It is still glowing with power, the runes and the circle itself in perfect state. Usually with ritual magic, the way you end it is you break the circle. Supposedly. I'm open for suggestions, peeps. You could stab stab your arm with an arrow and then slam it into the ground. Or shoot it with the bullets covered in your blood. Or you could, or if there's a, like, if you get enough, you could actually mar the writing of the circle with the blood. It's I mean, do you need, do you, do you need to cut yourself? The other dude's already bleeding. He's not a Nephilim. He's not a Nephilim. He's also bleeding light. I don't know why I heard Angel. Angels don't have blood. They bleed light. Okay. But, so your piece of information are, only the blood of the Nephilim can break the spell. And when you try to reach out, you got your eyes drawn to the circle. I've got to do something with the circle. And Voltaire, his immediate thought is, break the circle. Mm-hmm. But it's not my turn. Someone could give up their turn to switch with you. I've already used like, part of like my turn. Like if he suddenly huh? said, I have an idea. Rianne is the next person before the angel gets to go again. <sighs> well, Eliana gets up and moves closer to the room to look inside. Does Voltaire she suddenly be like... Joan, like, on the ground, curled up, Julie, hey, like, whoa. holding on to her. Um, okay, hey. can I use a maneuver to get over there? Yes. I would like to do that. I'd have to take strain for that, huh? Yep. Okay, here's the, here's my question. If I'm at my strain threshold and I do magic, will I pass out after I do the magic? 
After, yes, but you already did an action this time. I know, but I'm just saying once I get there. Yes, yes, you would You would do the magic first and then pass out. Sweet. Uh, Eliana's going to run into the room over to where Joan is as soon as she sees her. Oh, so, Sorry about right. it. <laughs> Voltaire, Voltaire then proceeds to yell into the room. I have an idea, and it's incredibly stupid. Nathaniel, are you willing to give up your turn for... <laughs> The real question is, would Rianne be willing to relinquish his turn now that he's singing? Rianne is in control this time. So that is his decision. Probably after hearing Voltaire and seeing that there's probably very, very few other options left, he would relinquish his turn. (laughs) Okay. So he's just going to be like holding the guy in place with his knife in his chest. (laughs) Kind of deal. I'll hold him here. Hurry up, no. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know what accent that went. That was not it real. Rianne, the man of many accents. The man of many accents. I thought that was pretty good. Like, I hope do it. Whatever you're going to do, okay. do it quick. No, right. there. <laughs> he needs to get to the circle. Yep. That's, that's two maneuvers, I'd say. That's two maneuvers because you're medium. Does he get to the circle without any problems? Yep. Thank you, Moroni. <laughs> he would suffer two strain. He was at eight. That's ten. I can do math. Um, he gets to the circle, pulls an arrow from his. He pulls an arrow from his pocket, slits both of his wrists, and starts marring the nearest rune he can see. Jeez. Oh, All right. You now have the critical injury bleeding out, and oh, you great. suffer two slit wrists. What's two your slit wrist? My what wound you, threshold? Yeah, what's your wound threshold? And what are your wounds at right now? <laughs> My wound threshold is 16. My current wounds are 13. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah, you're gonna pass. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, maybe, like, I, was go- I wasn't sure whether you'd get two wounds from each slash or three, but two wounds from each slash is enough to KO you. Oh um, gosh. I was going to put you right under your wound threshold, but nope. I'm already right under my wound threshold. Yep. <laughs> Help us all. But can he be bleeding out on the circle? Oh yep. my gosh. So, yeah, you, he slits both of his wrists and puts his hands out and passes out, falls to the ground, his wrist still bleeding out, and the blood, that glowing white blood, pools into the runes, which start to spark and fizz and burn and then the cracks in the high inquisitor glow brighter and there's like a shock wave from him that throws rian back a full range man just throws him back and every knocks everyone who's standing off their feet the inquisitor's like no no and then a voice shakes the entire chamber be not And there is an explosion of light. And when you can see again, there is a crater in the ground where the ritual circle was. Um, Okay. Voltaire is like hanging off the edge of the crater. Okay. 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 He's he's still here. Rian's probably close to the edge too. And there is no sign (laughs) of the High Inquisitor anywhere. There is nothing left of him. And standing, floating in the center of that crater several feet above the bottom is Voltaire's father and then there's just this wave of peace and everyone's wounds are healed 
all of your wounds and all of your strain and all crits as this negative light fills the room and the fires of creation do what they're supposed to do bring life and light and that voice just resonates through the room thank you voltaire shakes he shakes himself because you know (laughs) he shakes himself awake and he's just like you're you're welcome my son I am proud of you. You see something in Voltaire crack. He says barely above a whisper, he's just like, I thought I thought I was going to lose you. Thanks to your actions and the actions of your friends, nothing has been lost this day. And much has been gained. And he lowers himself and steps on the ground. His form shifts. And you see a impossibly beautiful man dressed in white. Though you can distinctly see Voltaire in his features. And he kneels down next to Voltaire. And puts a hand on his shoulder. Voltaire for the first time in a long long time he breaks he breaks down he breaks down and he hugs his father Voltaire's father hugs him back after a long moment Voltaire's father Pulls back. You have made many mistakes in your life, my son. But what you have done today and in these past months, I have watched as you have become close to the man that I have always known you could be. Voltaire, it just takes half a second to compose himself I've I've tried so hard stay on this path my son I regret that I will not be able to be there for you every step along the way but know that I am always watching Voltaire hugs his hugs his dad one last time and utters utters words he never thought he'd say i love you and i love you before i go there is one last thing you should know and what is that your mother and your beloved are both very happy and at peace. Okay. Voltaire was standing. Now he falls to his knees and he he is crying. 
His father kneels down to stay level with him. Thank you. Thank you. And his father gives him a soft kiss on the forehead before stepping back and becoming once again that being of light before vanishing. If any, if anyone is looking at Voltaire right now, the facade is broken and he is currently weeping. Eliana is going to walk over and hesitate for a second and then get down next to Voltaire and give him a hug. Joan would walk over slowly and also give him a hug. <laughs> kind of to the side. Caden, still in wolf form, kind of sniffs his way over to where Voltaire was or is and just kind of nudge him a little bit with his nose. Andressa will give him a pat on the head. <laughs> Rian is gonna walk on over. He's gonna get on a knee and then just put a hand on his shoulder and just give it a slight squeeze. <laughs> it, it takes a minute, but he does, he does manage to John, somewhat. I think John would probably be the first to break off. Yeah. She, she, she wanted to hug him, but she also isn't good with Felix. close, close contact. As yeah. of right now. Yeah, Rian would break off after her, and then he's actually going to take off the trench coat and give it to Joan to put on because she was on fire, right? <laughs> she's not, like, naked or anything, but, but her jacket, she's going to need a new jacket oh, again. That stinking yeah, Always jacket. new jacket. Mm -hmm. Rian is still going to hand her the trench coat to put on. She'll take it. <laughs> Eliana's staying where she is until Voltaire's indicates that he doesn't want hugs anymore. She's also uh, crying. Morona, after like Joan and Rianne stepped away, Moroni would come and put a hand on his sh on Voltaire's shoulder. So funny thing, I had to look it up to be sure. Uh, dogs don't cry the same way that humans do, but they do have tear ducts, and so it looks like there are tears coming from the kind of slits that are Caden's eyes mm -hmm. since they're closed. I think Moroni is Moroni coming and like putting a hand on his shoulder kind of just brings him back to reality and he shakes his head and he somewhat composes himself and looks around and just he just says, thank you. It seems we all have you to thank. All I did was pass out in a convenient location. On purpose. There's a wolf of ascent. We were doing virtually nothing. <laughs> if, we're, if I'm being perfectly honest. If you hadn't done what you did when you did it, I doubt any of us would have survived. Another wolf much, of ascent. Sorry. Much less the ramifications for the rest of the world. Voltaire's not entirely sure how to respond to that. <laughs> well, it's, it's not every day that... You have a new source of power yanked from you, and the only thing you can do is pass out in the middle of a circle. <laughs> he chuckles at that. <laughs> well, I guess today was a good day for it, then. As good a day as any. He offers you a hand to help you up. Eliana moves out of the he, way. Yeah, he takes it. <laughs> Thank you. 
Voltaire looks back at Eliana and is just like, what do you say we leave? I would love that. All right, you're going to want to follow us. We know the way out. podcast i'm done hello everyone this is caitlin aka howie and welcome to roughly the middle of the podcast it's here the season finale i'm so excited that it's finally gonna be released and that you're listening to it right the heck now i apologize about the giant fan in the back i got no other options but to record by this giant fan just giant AC unit crouched over my microphone with a hoodie over making a little cave for the microphone like a little goblin. But you know, we do what we got to do. <laughs> and I don't have time to wait. <laughs> um, but anyway, here we are at the end of season two. There is one more episode. It's the freaking epilogue, the epilogue episode that will come out next week, next Saturday. And with that episode, we have a very exciting announcement, which is that Jonathan is going to be releasing the Magic in the Unseen World source book. Over 20 pages of new lore, world building, and rules for using the many wonderful and terrible varieties of magic within the Unseen World. It is super cool and has a lot of cool, like, super secret awesome stuff in it. I highly recommend that you get that, even if you're not just going to play it. Like, it just has a lot of information about the world. It's pretty sick. Anyway, if you are enjoying this episode, if you're enjoying the finale, please consider telling a friend. That would be awesome. I sort of not been telling people for a minute because I was really like, I don't know, we haven't published the season two finale yet. Uh, I don't want to recommend them the thing and we haven't published the finale yet and I don't know when we're going to publish it. But the finale is here and the epilogue is coming out next week. So now's a really great time to hop on and just binge through stuff. It's a good time to hop on for other reasons that will be revealed a few weeks after the release of this episode. Speaking of friends, I would love to take this moment to thank our wonderful, generous patrons, Annalie Cryer, Richard Wyatt, Russell Parker, and Nick Brisenio. You guys are the absolute best, and we love you. If you would like to become a patron as well, go to patreon.com slash thegenesisarchives. If you want to support us in another way, you can find us on Tumblr, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And we also have a Discord server, which is linked in the description of all of our episodes. Again, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. Bye bye Pass by him on our way out.
Well, when you guys go back into that room, Zaytlos is gone. What? Of course. Oh, well, he's fine. Why he's did I fine. waste my time? <laughs> as, as they pass, as they pass, Voltaire just says, that's not, that's not surprising. The man can take care of himself. You're going to want to be careful there. We've all now seen him vulnerable. A man with power like that, that's not something he will be comfortable with. Bishop Shang just kind of nods. This is part of the reason why Andy doesn't like authority and people with power. <laughs> there's, there's a bark you can't fully understand that follows that statement. It's hard mm-hmm. to tell what emotion is attached to it because it's hard to put dry humor slash sarcasm into a bark. Nice. I think but- Bishop Kang would be familiar enough from his years with the hound. <laughs> <laughs> Bishop Shang hears that bark and just chuckles. Like, oh. Eliana so- just rolls her eyes skyward. She's got so if many anyone- She just need this. <laughs> if anyone has looked at Andy's face this time, I feel like it's been kind of a conflict of emotions that kind of goes down to her base emotion, which is usually anger. So she just looks kind of angry right now. Oh, <laughs> is is that the overall energy radiating from her at the moment? Just some anger? Yeah, probably. I feel like okay. when she can't figure out what she's feeling, that's just kind of what she goes to. Okay. Right. Confused, <laughs> angry vibes. Uh, I'm yeah. trying to think how Rian would look. I mean, that I don't was- know if she's so much confused because she understands what's happened. She doesn't know what she's feeling. So I would just say straight anger. Not mm-hmm. towards anything in particular. Jonathan, quick question, because this may be based on what I'm about to ask you. What did Rian feel when he sang his song? He felt right. He felt like his hand was being guided. Uh, Rian, I suppose... I- the full connection, but he did feel that someone guiding his hand. As they're, as they're walking out, Voltaire would say under his breath... To Eliana, just like, Eliana, Eliana, you look worried. I'm not going to ask why. Just, just know that I'll help you if you need it. Uh, I'm going to ask. We just, like, one against a, like, evil dude controlling an angel. I don't know. I feel like it's a good time to be happy right now. Voltaire gives her, gives her a look of, like, you weren't supposed to hear that. <laughs> Kaden, come. I think this is like a time to like be excited. Caden mm. follows. He'll just bark in a scent again. Well, either way, we should still probably be careful with what happens in the next few days just to be safe. Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Did I notice any new security cameras in my residence? No. Okay. Um, I, I am wondering how Julie got my phone. Oh, um, yeah. So, uh, so when I woke up, I used Joan's phone to. I first tried to just call all of you guys, and none of you were picking up, except um, this guy picked up on your phone, Eliana. Uh, deep voice guy. I think he said uh, his name was uh, Donovan. And when I uh, I gave a description of what was happening that didn't include um, people jumping out of shadows, um, mm-hmm. um, basically saying that people being kidnapped and stuff. And um, he gave us an ad- address to meet him at and gave us your phone to help uh, with 
the search for you. Said he wanted uh, he wanted you back safe and sound. See, like, I don't know. You didn't specify. Is he like your husband or brother or? I guess that's not really important. She like sees Eliana's face there. <laughs> I guess that's not important. Uh, Eliana has just stopped walking. Did he sound uh, like he believed you when you described, you know, um, being kidnapped? He sounded suspicious at first, but then like he just sounded determined after that. Okay. I don't know. He's kind of hard to read. Yeah, he's like that. Um, yeah, I didn't see him much. He was big. We we only saw him for a bit. He like came up in a limo and handed us the phone and said to bring you back safe and then drove off. He didn't follow you, did he? I don't. I don't think he did. Is that something we should be worried about? Um, probably. Eliana looks like she's thinking hard. <laughs> uh, if she looks around, Caden uh, had stopped when she had stopped and like. You know, he can't really see, but his face seems to be toward, like, towards where he believes Eliana's face to be. All right. Sure, why not? Honesty time, I guess. I... Let's, let's start with I'm not okay. I'm not okay, and I haven't been okay for a really long time. As long, let's just, like, get it all. Let's get it all out there. Why don't we? Don't I'm sick of lying to everyone about everything. Joan's face immediately goes from, like, her joking from before to dead serious. Rianne just raises an eyebrow and looks straight and, at Eliana. <laughs> and Joan looks, like, dead serious and very concerned. She, like, put the hand on your arm. I feel like Andy, as usual, is just mostly confused, as she was not introduced to the details of such things beforehand. None of, <laughs> neither, no none of us were. No, none of us have. No she has no yeah. back. Yeah, but she doesn't know that. She has no background for anything that's going on yeah. here. And she does not know you that well. That's so she's true. just kind of confused. Like, and not only, yeah. like, no one knows what's going on except, like, that everyone else... She's confused that everyone else is surprised. And she's just generally confused because she doesn't quite understand. Caden mm-hmm. doesn't seem Both, Mostly why everyone is surprised. Just kind of like, wait, don't you guys know each other? <laughs> I don't think... I don't think Voltaire is overly surprised, but he has he has a mirroring, like deathly serious face. Yeah, Rian- mixed with concerned. Yeah, Rian's looking at Eliana with a raised eyebrow, and he just folds his arms across his chest. Oh boy! Well, that was a tone shift. Um, Aiden doesn't seem surprised at all. Eliana's got a little bit taken back at the how how everything got very serious very quickly. So, uh, not okay. Haven't been for a very long time. Uh, don't know what that looks like for me. Would like to. Doesn't seem super feasible right now. Um, uh, I've held everything together pretty good for like 16 years, but I can't anymore. Um, my life is falling apart in my hands and I can't do anything about it by myself. So if you would like to be... If you would like to help, that would be very much appreciated right now. What can we do to help? What do you need? Joan just like immediately, just immediately does. Yeah, we am too. Caden's <laughs> holding that look and there's like a slight nod of his head. Um, I mean, that's the thing. I don't really know. I don't really 
know what to do. Um, uh, okay. Well, so, uh, what, ha what happened is, um, so, Voltaire, you, you left, um, and, and, and I know that, that you said, you know, worst case scenario through the end of the year, but I, I waited mm -hmm. a year anyway, just, just in case. And, um, when no word came, I, I made an assumption about what that meant. And I made some decisions about myself and, and my life and what I wanted to do with it. And, uh, long story short, I got married. And I think it's pretty safe to say that that's the worst decision I've ever made. I was, I was just going to say, most people are happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I came back from the, uh, summer, heart of summer, and, I mean, I had intended to break things off anyway, but, uh, yesterday, I don't know how long we were unconscious, um, I went to get a hotel to think things over, figure out how to approach that, and he showed up, and made it pretty clear that there would be some uh, consequences if I didn't play ball. What kind of consequences? He threatened to kill my dad. Alright, we're getting him. Let's go. Okay, let's- alright. Um, let's not- when you say getting him, let's not kill him, okay? Can we Eliana? not kill him? Eliana. Ronai steps and like, murder is usually not the answer. Not for this crap. Eliana, <laughs> tell me, what, how much, how much, why do you, why do you not, why have you not left him sooner? The easy answer is, is that, um, he was useful to me, trying to court the Fae is a full-time job, and... They are a little bit more accepting if you... Look the part? Yeah. The, um... I've only recently started trying to unpack the more difficult answer. But the... <laughs> we can... We could get to the more difficult answer when we get there. What would it take for him to be out of your life? That's the thing I don't know. I stupidly I care about too many people. Um if we can't kill him, we can always just put him somewhere. What do you mean? You know, find a convenient place, open up a way, toss him through, close it shut behind him, never see him again. Toss him like where? Depends on where we open a way, I guess. Well, we shouldn't Toss him anywhere that is effectively killing him. But I do worry that if we toss him anywhere that's not effectively killing him, then he'll get back. Is he, is he skilled in magic? I don't know. I don't think so. But he knows a lot more about this than I thought he did two days ago. So while Eliana has been like explaining this, Caden had turned away and he's starting to turn back. Into a human so we can like contribute to this conversation. 
Eliana, who exactly is this man? Now that's a good question. He's a businessman. He's got um, a number of companies running in the city, doing various things. I think that the real revenue stream comes from somewhere else, but I don't ask questions. It's easier that way. Voltaire just nods. So we are dealing with someone who is obviously well-connected, who knows more than he says, and who has obviously a lot of resources. And he is extremely determined. Mm. And with regards to you as his wife, I mean, you said you wanted to break it off and everything, but like, he seems pretty determined about you coming back and everything. Yes. Is is there a reason for that? I mean, I, I could guess, but... I... I'm a very valuable asset to him. He doesn't spend a lot of time in Vegas itself. One of the main reasons why I'm pretty sure his primary source of income comes from somewhere else. And so I, I'm, I'm the face of the family. I uh, maintain his relationships and connections in the city while he's away. Go to parties, look pretty, talk to people. And I'm very good at it. Shake all the right hands, kiss all the right babies, etc., yeah. etc. Et Pretty much. If if we don't find a way of doing this without killing him, I am going to have to go back. There, Eliana, there are much, there are many ways to persuade someone that don't involve ending their life. If you have ideas, I would love to hear them. Well... We could give them to my godmother. <laughs> that sounds as bad as killing him, I think. I kind of like that idea. They don't really... She doesn't kill them. What People does she do with them? Caden looks to her now. He's pretty sure that most of them die eventually. Not all of them. I came across her storage once. That's... What does she do? Joan, do you think he's on her list? I mean, I haven't really, you know, done that for her in a while since you've been in need of protection, but he seems like the type that could maybe make it on there. He seems now like the there of, are lists? He seems like the kind of person who, once he figured out magic as a thing, would make those kind of deals. And Eliana did say the revenue source comes from elsewhere. Hmm. He did... He did say one thing. Well, he said a couple things that confused me. He did say magic is a very limited form of power. And that does make me nervous. I don't know what that means, but the man does not tend to bluff all that often. Okay, so maybe a full frontal assault isn't the right idea? No. But but the kind of magic that I can do or Andy can do is very different than... Godmother. So what does handing him over to your godmother entail? Mm, well. Um, it's, uh... 
I guess the closest comparison would be cold storage. I mean, there was reasons might I, I didn't offer, ask questions. <laughs> might I offer mm. another suggestion? Mm. This man seems to value status and power over all else. I would say that's accurate. Well, why don't we each employ our skills? Those of you who are going to assist, why don't we each employ our skills and given talents to taking everything away from him that he holds dear? As uh, satisfying as that might be, that doesn't stop the fact that Eliana's got to go back soon. I would be surprised if someone's not waiting outside. Well, to be fair, Eliana... Take a different route. We kind of stopped before we could reach the exit, but this facility is only connected to the outside world through the storm drains. Hmm. We were only able to find our way here with some help from, I don't know if you've met him, a man named Rob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, uh, he, uh, he's the best person to ask when it comes to finding your way through these sort of places. Uh, I am familiar with him. As am I. He's a good man, does a lot to help the homeless community in the city. Okay, that's heartening. But he he let us down here, so I doubt anyone who isn't Rob could follow Rob's path down here. He could potentially take us out a different way. That would would be good. Mobility through the city, I don't know. I should probably... The longer I'm away, the higher the chance that I'm going to come back to some death. Who would be in danger? Um, my dad. Anyone my dad knows. Anyone I know. Mm. I. He also, apparently, has some... I don't... He knows that I didn't leave the Heart of Summer on very good standing with the Fae. I don't know how he knows that. So it's very possible... That he knows everyone I know in the Fae community as well, or can find out. Assuming that something is safe from him, I don't think is a good idea. I don't know much about the Fae, but I can I could protect your father. Could you protect like Well I think as as they're talking, Voltaire would ask her one more time. Eliana, tell me what what makes you care so much for this man that you don't want him dead? He's a human being. Eliana is right. As twisted as this man obviously is, he is still human. He is not a demon or a monster. Killing him in cold blood would be murder. Voltaire just looks between the two of them. I... I am actively trying Bishop to be Jeng, a better person. Bishop Jeng puts a hand on your shoulder and just, I understand, son. But forgive me, in this instance, you're going to have to give me a better reason than that would be murder. Violence often seems the easy answer, but it is very rarely the right one. Well, the only other alternative, and this is probably the most difficult one right now is he thinks or views Eliana as an asset 
is it possible that we could trade something else that he might find valuable enough? To be honest, I don't. Per- He's I'm a not particularly. Man. I'm not particularly keen on giving this man anything. But if it'll get Eliana away from him, you have my resources at your disposal. It's the only thing, possible. the only thing I feel he would take, though, and like he looks towards Eliana, is he needs something else to have on his arm or to be the face of his family name. And I certainly don't have the means to find anything like that. Plus, are you suggesting we, what, get him a new wife? I don't know. He was just a thought. You know, he's a businessman. Make a deal with him. I don't know. I hadn't thought about that, but if we think of something valuable enough, um, that's, well, I guess that, that would work, probably. I mean, well, he wants power, right? And he wants status, and he, he wants it always improving. There is the, you know, moral dilemma of giving him a, some sort of functional asset that gives him a lot more power. He's not a good person. I know. And I <laughs> I realize that the easy thing to to do is to just kill him, but honestly I don't I don't think I'd be able to handle knowing that um I just thought of a thing but I don't like it. Uh what? Brainstorming. <sighs> He's a bad dude, right? Yes. Cool with all kinds of morally ambiguous things. Presumably. If he ca- if his like thing that he cares about is getting deals with like business deals and stuff, Voltaire could try give like get him a deal with the uh, the order. But I don't like that because like you just because you just like you just said, I don't want to know what someone like him would do if they got some of the order's resources. Mm. However. Making a deal like that will more than likely put him on Morgan's list anyway. Which is also... <sighs> well, Eliana, by then it's out of our hands. Right now. Yes, um, but it's well, not out of our hands because we did it. Is the problem that I'm having is we did it. Well, um, this is just a quick thought I had, but what if we... I mean, I don't like the idea, but what about... Faking Eliana's death, he'd know. Yeah, he would. This, uh, at least from what I what Eliana said of this guy, he doesn't seem like the kind who'd be fooled by a fake funeral. And even mm. if he were, the likelihood that he'd just <laughs> do it anyway is pretty high. If I if I could hazard a guess, I don't. This is not. I don't know why, but I didn't think he would cross that line until yesterday. But. Now that we're here, I'm open to the idea that he has no no moral compass at all. He Julie, lives by his own code. Julie puts hand on Eliana's arms. She's like, "I'm I'm sorry for getting him involved in this. I if I'd known, I wouldn't have." No, it's okay. I mean, you got here like you got everyone out. That's that's more important. And and besides, I would have had to call him anyway. Like as 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 soon as we left, I would have had to call him because if I if I vanish, if I vanish, that's the that's the whole that's the threat. That's the what the threat is for. If I vanish, if I compromise my value in any way, if I don't do my job, um, then 
<laughs> I am I am willing to s accept that there's not a solution here, and I'm sorry to. I don't know. I'm sorry I got Joan myself into this head. mess. Like, don't shake your head. We're not. We're not letting you just go back into that situation. I appreciate that. I I really do. Out of all of the separate outcomes, you you won't be going back. Joan. Yeah? A couple days ago, before we went to Sanguine Desire, you mentioned something about... It feels like a year ago. <laughs> I can hold on to things. All right. Um, you said something about a safe place that like, would be safe from everything else. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, uh, a domain. Some kind of, like, place of safety that we make, right? Yeah, um, it's kind of like a mini realm, uh, like how Morgan has Avalon, how the Queen of Summer has the Heart of Summer, and Dalga's crazy forest that tried to eat us, but on a smaller scale. I can't do that on my own, not really, but I think with some kind of help from you guys. Um, like you wouldn't have to be doing any magic really. Um, I just, that there's a, there's a psychic energy that comes along with connections and relationships. And, uh, <laughs> um, you guys are kind of the, uh, only real friends I've ever had. <laughs> there's a small smile on Caden's face. So, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, you guys, um, with you guys helping, I could create a domain. It would be sort of an us place. It would be like only we have the key and it's a kind of key that can't be stolen because the key is us. Hmm. That sounds so nice. until we can figure out a solid way to get Eliana free without, you know, Donovan uh, hurting her family and everything. Could we keep her safe uh, in a domain like this? Uh, At least for the time being? Yeah. Um, the domain, uh, how they work is it would kind of self-generate everything that's needed. Since we created it, we would have our conscious and subconscious mind would have power over it. Um, so, like, while you're there, you could just think of food and it would happen. Um, so like you could theoretically, um, I haven't actually done this before. <laughs> um, so something I've, uh, Morgan kind of uh, told me about in part of my magic training growing up. So theoretically you could survive there for as long as you wanted. Wow. And if, Sounds useful. if we have control over it, would that not be would that not be an excellent place to reason with an unreasonable person possibly um i don't know how bringing someone else over would work who isn't part of the i guess like circle of people that help make it um interesting we can we could figure out the specifics later i love this idea i feel like we need to do something well, another question is, if we do go with this idea, how does time work in this realm? That's a good compared question. Compared to the real world. That is a good point. 
from what I was told, that's kind of up to us. Really? So, so in a sense, we could stop time and nothing would move? Or, or like slow it a bit? Yes, yeah, slow. Uh, not stop and not um, like time travel or anything. No. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... I've only ever seen this done in Avalon once uh, with my godmother when she was explaining how this works to me. She slowed down time in Avalon. You can do that. Right. That um, specific function would be wonderful and very much needed at this time. It'd give us time to think. It'd keep Eliana It'd safe. give us time to put together a coherent plan of action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think this might be the right course for now. Okay, we need... Okay, we're going to want to do this at my apartment then. What materials do you need? Mm. Um, I No materials. I don't really know ritual magic, which is part of the reason why I'm going to need you guys, because ritual magic, you could maybe make a domain a bit easier. It would mm-hmm. take longer, but you could do it by yourself probably. But this is just kind of going to be pure putting like psychic energy into reality. It's going to be part of the magical realms, which is already a place of thought. So not quite as hard as um, trying to do the same thing on on here in the real world. But um, yeah, I'm going to need everyone, except um, no offense to you, Bishop and um, Moroni. Uh, we're not really that close. <laughs> the Bishop just laughs like, oh. <laughs> Don't worry. Ron adds like, yeah, we're not we're not offended. I'm glad we could help you guys out, but but yes, uh, I have only met you three times so far. I think. Thank you. Thank you for coming and thank you for helping me. I'm very glad. Um speaking of which, we should we can continue talking while moving. We should uh Yes, I, we should I, get going. Get yeah. out into the yeah. and it, out of this place. Yeah. And a different way than when you came in. Yes. Yeah. How Especially, many of you met Donovan face to face? It was just Julie and me at that point. Uh, we picked up the bishop just a bit after that. All right. You might want to lie low for a bit. <laughs> I will be safe. You would also be protecting um, others uh, by, by doing so. All right. Ah, can, so we're leaving, right? So we head out and um, we meet up with Rob. Nice to see you guys again. <laughs> Long time no see. <laughs> I heard you guys got yourselves in a bit of a mess. That, my dear, my dear Rob, has to be the understatement of the last century. At well, least. glad to see y'all made out of it, okay? Uh, you guys want to go back the way we came, or uh, no, Rob? We're uh, going to take an alternate route. Uh, it seems that we may have been followed on the previous route. Oh, so your your cars are still kind of there. I can find my vehicle later. Eliana looks concerned. Let's just make sure that our friends here are able to get out of the tunnels without anyone noticing. All right. Well, yeah, I know some. I know some paths we can take, and Rob takes us through the tunnels. Is it dark in these tunnels, or is there light right now? Um, I think Joan, I think this is like the eighth time, time you've asked that this question. This is a running bit now. Every <laughs> single time we're in these storm trains, you're like, is there a light in here, or is it completely dark? And I love that so no, much. No, 
Yeah. 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 Like, oh sorry. my gosh. Thank you, Nathaniel. No, no, no. no. Don't be you. sorry. No, Don't thank be sorry. You. That was okay. So I think Joan would have conjured a light while we were still in the like other tunnels. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For those who can't. But see. yes, there is other than Joan's magic light, there is no light in these tunnels. Mm-hmm. And right. uh, Rob, Rob would be carrying a flashlight with him and stuff. Um, okay. I think I think just as an experiment, Voltaire. Voltaire would try making Ooh. some light. <laughs> he can. Hey. El- Eliana, just you feel him just a visible sigh of relief. You good there? I wasn't able to do that down in down in the cave. Well, I'm glad things are back to normal. Normal, normal is irrelevant, my dear. For people like us, it has a nasty habit to change day to day. So as we're going downtown, Rian's going to be at the back of the group with his flashlight mm. out. He's more or less going to keep an eye on the rear. <laughs> Good plan. Good um, plan. So some things with the domain. Um, we will only be able to access it in places that have a very strong connection to ourselves. Um, so places like my apartment, uh, potentially uh, your truck, Rian. Uh, you kind of live out of your truck, right? Mm. More or less, or wherever I camp out, but yeah, more or less the truck, I suppose. So then, yeah, um, in the bed of your truck, maybe, would be a place we could access it. Um, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Places that have very strong emotional connection to ourselves, and um, especially places that we have spent an extended amount of time in. Um, positive uh, connotations uh, will be make it easier, but I suppose strong enough negative thoughts actually kind of unconscious like not doesn't really think about it but glances at eliana when she says that um negative uh emotions would also work um that would be a more painful transition um so we'll go to my place since i'm the one uh, casting the spell actually materials um it's not really material so much as if you have an item of any kind that is particularly precious to you um, that would be good to have, kind of to help focus your thoughts. Do you guys all have something? Caden nods. Rianne just nods. Uh, Eliana looks down. <laughs> she just sort of is like, well, right. I was sort of in the middle of, of uh, a fitting when I got taken, so I, I don't have anything. I, can, I could have it be retrieved for you. Fairy stuff? Yeah, uh, the the little folk are good with that kind of thing. <laughs> if, you know, you just need to give them the right incentive. Yeah. Am I going to have to order another pizza? <laughs> <laughs> that, that'd work. Eliana <laughs> smiles a little. <laughs> the more, the old-fashioned, the old-fashioned way was, uh, I think, uh, was honey and bread, um, or uh, bread and honey, but uh, I, th- I think they, they seem to be pretty, fo- from what I've seen, they seem to be pretty fond of pizza these days. Do you think they leave any for us? <laughs> we can always order more than one. Because <laughs> I don't know about you, but I am famished. Oh, yes. I could eat a horse. Believe me, I'd be to eat. I could eat several horses. Oh, well. So I could probably in certain circumstances. <laughs> I bet I, I, could put a, I could put a rawhide to shame, <laughs> which I could eat right now. <laughs> Give me a good rattlesnake and I'll be fine. Uh, Ellie, do you have something that you'd want 
um, me to get the little folk to grab? Um, yes. Um, uh, mechanical question. Can other people reach into a bag of holding and pull something out if they know that it's there? Like someone else's yeah. bag of holding? Okay. They're probably going to have to be really careful not to be seen, because if they are seen, then there's going to be trouble. Um, they're, that's what they're best at. There's, um, well, there's thousands of them in the city. Have you ever seen one? Okay. Um, it's going to be in my purse. It's a bag of, we call them bags of holding, right? Um, that's, yeah, a generic term. I, it might just be popularized among mortals because of D&D. Um, <laughs> okay. But, um, like, I, if you were to ask Morgan what the bag was called, she might have a different name for it. But yeah. I think bag of holding would be a colloquialism among mortals. Okay. Um, it's It'll be in my purse, uh, which will be in the bedroom on the north side of the suite. What um, did I tell them to look out for? Um, uh, lower bishop's ring. Okay. Um... They don't know what a bishop is. Okay. Um, um, should I just have them grab any rings they find in your purse? It would be a golden ring about yay big with a stone set in the very center. All right. Yeah, that's something I can use. What about AMD? The Bible. It's the Bible. Mm-hmm. In her van. It's, oh, we got to go get of it from course. her van then. The fairies can do it. Oh, the fairies could do it. Yeah, it's true. You're right. They could do it. We head down through the tunnels and finally reach the exit. Bob's like, all right, here's your stop. Ronai turns to the group before leaving and says, it's been a pleasure working with you all and helping to stop this particular apocalypse. And we were grateful for your assistance, Morona, and yours, Bishop. Caden, like, extends his hand out in the general direction of front of him. <laughs> the Bishop steps over <laughs> and takes his hand, giving mm-hmm. him a first shake. My pleasure. Mm-hmm. Reminds me next time we should meet. Hopefully it is under better circumstances. But I would love, I would love to sit down and discuss theology, discuss your religion. I'd like that. I think I can make that work. It's been a while since I've seen someone with the monumental faith that resides in either of you. I think if you looked, you'd find that there's more faithful people than you expect. Just most of them don't go actively searching for ways to get themselves killed. (laughs) Valid point. Well, Bishop, we can probably reschedule for another time. I'm looking forward to it. As am I. And the two of them head out. As as they're leaving, Voltaire pulls out the usual wad of cash to give to Rob. <laughs> as he shakes his hand, he's just like, you are a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> After Rob leaves, we're going to be like, um, so, Joan, I think maybe... Just for extra precautions till we get to your apartment, maybe you cast a glamour on all of us so that no one recognizes us? I think I can do that. I'm curious to see what we're all going to look like when this... Look like us. She's probably... Oh my gosh! (laughs) (laughs) As much as I would love that, Joan doesn't have have reference for that. This is like a fun (laughs) meta punishment for us for not having gone to Vegas yet. (laughs) Actually, actually, after after he says that, 
Using his stone of glamour, Rian looks like Jonathan again. <laughs> I love that so much. It would have been great because it would have been like Eliana looks like Amy or something. Like everyone switched. No one that actually looks funny. like the like, We're all going to look how Joan wants us to look. Basically. Um, Joan actually does something a little more subtle. Oh. She makes us unnoticeable. I like this plan. Plan. Like. Average fade into the background sort of people. That is nothing short of a miracle you have worked here. <laughs> it's a it's a kind of glamour where instead of focusing on actual physical appearance, it focuses on the way people perceive us in ah. that they don't. They mm-hmm. recognize that you're there, but their eyes just kind of slide off you. You're unimportant. A face which, in the crowd. Which Forget is it. like Caitlin said, truly a miracle considering the party which we all keep. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure Voltaire is a spectacle in and of himself. Irene just looks at the glamour, he just, he just nods his head in approval. Eliana's like fully, not only is she just Eliana, um, <laughs> but she's like in a half-finished, extremely expensive-looking dress. <laughs> I just realized that Andy's probably been like wearing pajamas this whole time because she was just hanging out in the house. I was about to say, you're right. I love that. First of all, also, do I have shoes on? Probably (laughs) not. Nice. Cool. I I probably don't have shoes either. Then I was in the house. Why would I be wearing shoes? Caden was fully dressed because he was about to leave. Actually, you're gonna want to. You're gonna roll resilience checks. <laughs> no survival checks. Can I? I have I have a possible solution. He does not keep shoes in his bag of holding. I, he does not. Oh my gosh! He totally I'm keeps shoes in his bag of holding. for women in his pocket. He has a fully equipped women's wardrobe in his apartment. Does, but that is different than having it in your pocket. Tell me. Bag of holding. It's a never-ending bag of stuff. It is, but... What justification could you use? Why would he have... Are they glass slippers? Pockets. Just in case, you know. Here's a thought. The the pixie fairies are going to go get our stuff anyway. Why can't they just get our shoes? Do not get my shoes. Do not do not get my shoes. Oh yeah, we don't need Eliana. Nothing to look like missing she's from gone. that building besides inside my bag. Vol- I just oh, want to make that very clear. When we when we're at the front, uh Jones is like re- Joan notices that you're not wearing any shoes. Like, oh, oh, um, yeah, you're not gonna want to walk around. Not any time that's not winter. Um, what time? Wait, wait. What time of day is it? When we go outside, what time is it of day? Daytime. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh my! Really? Gosh, mm-hmm. things couldn't We're, be trippier. Was it tomorrow? Because <laughs> like we. It's tomorrow. Was it tomorrow? Was it tomorrow? <laughs> is it? Tomorrow? You know what time? <laughs> it's tomorrow. It was tomorrow. <laughs> after after Joan mentions that, Voltaire would just be like, um. You could always have your little friends go and raid my closets. Oh, true. That's smart. I would have. I was gonna just get uh, see if I could contact some cobs, but that would be faster. Some... I. They will. You can rest assure them that they will have. I'd, I'd love to see these these fairies' fashion sense. What do they? Think <laughs> <of that? laughs> 
Cobs? They're the experts in the field. Cobs are how cobblers get their name. I see. Yeah, Who are you talking to? He's you as a person out of character. Oh, I was like, I made a yeah, out of character statement. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But anyway, Voltaire Voltaire tells you you can you can reassure them that I will I will pay them handsomely in in whatever pizza they desire. <laughs> All right, you're gonna have to order the pizza before she can try summoning any fairies. Just order a pizza to the street corner. You can do that. Yeah. You? I, yeah. It's yes, just, you can. Yeah. Just you can amazing. order pizza anywhere as long as you're there with money. I can't wait for the delivery guy to show up and be like. Where are they? Where are they? Hello? Oh yeah, we're unnoticeable. I've never... You just just lay the money <laughs> gently on the ground, and suddenly the money's there. He's like, "Oh wow, where'd uh, that come well, from?" Okay. Well, no, you see that we're there. Yeah. He just wouldn't be able to focus on it. We'll recognize yeah. us later. Okay, Voltaire. Voltaire. A lot to do that. Calls up. Voltaire calls up the pizza place, and he's just like, "Then he asks him, tell me, how much pizza do I need?'" Um, for the fairies, uh, just get one extra large. Uh, I don't know. For us, we could get another one. Okay. He rings him up. He's just like, hello. Um, I'm going to need three extra large pizzas delivered to delivered to the corner of street and street as uh, fast as humanly possible. Do you have a preference as to the kind of pizza? Preferences? Um, I like uh, pepperoni and jalapenos. Yes, that, that, right Objections? there. Objections? Um, I'll take pineapple and ham. You heathen. <laughs> uh, hey, let's just be spicy. Let's do pineapple oh, no. and jalapeno. Voltaire <laughs> <laughs> is going to have a long discussion <laughs> with like you guys. That's a bad idea. <laughs> Can I get can I get two two pepperoni and jalapeno and one and one you can besmirch with pineapple and ham? <laughs> oh, uh, don't get jalapeno on the one for the fairies. Um, they're they're not fond of that. One with jalapeno, the other with not. Thank you. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to. <laughs> I know. I don't want to eat this in a. That's such a Rian move. <laughs> How could you? Okay, well, I love just everyone's react. I also love like Nathaniel just like not able to communicate anymore when Aaron said pineapple jalapeno. <laughs> All right. So when the pizza gets here, like the delivery man kind of like squints at us. It's like, uh, pizza. Uh, yes. yes, thank you, my good man. That was very prompt. Uh, yeah, he takes the money, and then, like, as he's leaving, he kind of shakes his head, like, huh? And, <laughs> and as he looks down, he notices the extravagant tip. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> no questions, please. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and so um, Joan gets a big slice for herself while she... Um, Prepares to call some fairies. Oh, yeah, it takes mm-hmm. a slice. I don't think Rian she's eaten. I'm just going to stop it- that sentence there, actually. <laughs> uh, it's going to take some. A slice of ham and pineapple. Ooh. <laughs> so, Rianne goes for the ham and pineapple. <laughs> Julie, Julie, gets, Julie gets some pineapple, too. <laughs> so, Sarah so, is disgusted. So, 
<laughs> just wait. So it's going to take some maneuvering, but Kate's going to take a... Between Joan and Julie is the pizza thing. <laughs> I love it. That's, okay, it's going to take some maneuvering, but Caden's going to take a slice of the ham and pineapple and oh, take no. a slice of the pepperoni and the jalapeno. And he's going to sandwich them together, like on top of oh, each other, no. and he's just eating it. He's well, just really hungry and not caring. Well, Pulter, Joan and Julie are both at that, like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, Pulter puts down the piece of pizza that he was thinking about eating. And just mutters under his breath, I have suddenly lost my appetite. Eliana's Re- trying really hard to eat her pizza, but she's laughing too hard. Rian Re- just look, just watches Caden, shrugs, and continues eating his pizza. Caden does like, not care. In the corner. No, no. <laughs> Ruined two perfectly good pieces of pizza. And how much does he care? Not at all. Hey, I see pizza on the screen. What the hell? All right. Joan steps off to the side for a bit to call up some fairies. We see after a bit some glowing lights flitter over. First, Joan has like a, she has the pizza inside of like a circle so the fairies can't get at it immediately. Um, Ah. Makes a a deal with the little fairies and then breaks the circle. They devour the pizza and fly off. Mm And then a bit later, the fairies return with a ring and some shoes and nice. a Bible. Nice. Nice, nice, oh nice. Gosh. All right. So off to your place then, Joan? Yeah. Um, pulls up Google Is- Maps on her phone. Like, uh, yeah, it looks like it's um, looks like it's about a three hour walk from here. So nice. Um, Why didn't we have the, the dude take us out of the sewers where my van was? Because we didn't, we think, didn't of think of that. <laughs> no one thought about it. Because you left. Well, no, we were here when we actually left the sewers. Well, that's true. That's true. I didn't know where we were going. I mean, we yeah. could say that that's where we were. Or we could or just, we could just have Voltaire call up beyond. a car. Ah, that's who I keep on forgetting. Voltaire can do that. That's right, Voltaire. This makes me nervous. Um, it makes me nervous, but whatever. Would anybody object to me calling up a car? That would kind of defeat the point of us. Like, it would be much faster and more comfortable on my feet, but yeah. um, it would it would kind of ruin the whole glamour to make us unnoticeable if we're driving around on the inside of a very obvious vehicle. Also... Um, no matter the opulence of the vehicle, Donovan does know who we all are. I maybe should have mentioned that earlier, but, um, yeah. Oh, so we're operating under the assumption that all of our usual avenues of transport are being watched. It's very possible. I don't know how much he knows, um, is, is one of the biggest problems with Mm. this whole situation. All right. He knows. Well, I will say he knows more about you than about anybody else. <laughs> Voltaire, Voltaire gives he chuckles, but it's not an amused chuckle. Okay. <laughs> well, what if perhaps we call up one or two taxis? That way we're not completely noticeable. Taxis seem fine to me. Or honestly. It's been a while since I've had a good walk. Mm. Why put why put Joan's glamour to waste? Because it's mm. three hours. I think taking a couple of uh, taxis would work. Taxis, it is then. 
If anything, okay. the glamour helps us be unrecognizable to the taxi driver so they can't identify us. It's true. Um, n- no, I would need to drop the glamour if you want to oh. wave down a cab. A little hard to wave down a cab if they can't actually, you know, see you with us waving. If you, yeah, if you fade uh, the background, it's hard to catch someone's attention. Anyway, would someone else like to call up the cab? I, I, I don't have any other transportation on my phone aside from my usual driving service. Andy will. She'll just Google it. Google taxi cabs and then call a number. Nice. Sweet. Because apparently Voltaire doesn't know how to use a phone. <laughs> Not a smartphone. <laughs> See, the, entire, the-, the entire idea of the internet is still a rather foreign concept for him. I like Wait, what imagine- kind of phone does Voltaire have? <laughs> he has a Probably a smartphone. No. Stop it. <laughs> he does have a smartphone. The only thing he knows how to do on it is call people. I like to imagine uh, Eliana trying to teach him how to use the internet, and it just not Actually, going no. Well. Voltaire doesn't have a phone because it got smashed, remember? You're right. So he used someone else's phone to get pizza. He could have he, he could have borrowed any of our phones. Yeah, that's true. That still are on us. So we get in the taxis, in our various taxis, and head back to Joan's apartment, which she has given the address to, uh, to all of you. Voltaire <laughs> produces enough money to pay for the cap. Sweet. Night. Pay for the caps. You're all our right. money man now. Ed, too. You were always our money man, but yet now you're the only money man. If Voltaire can't shoot his problems, he throws money at them until they go away. Heck yeah. I like it. So, we head back to Joan's apartment, and Joan lets everyone in. It might be a bit of a mess, since the last time we were here, we were being attacked. Um, Don't worry about it. <laughs> I won't judge too harshly. Okay. Um, does everyone have an item? Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, in one hand, I want you to hold the item. Caden reaches up to his hat and takes out the feather. Voltaire produces his saxophone case. And takes out a rather raggedy-looking piece of staff paper. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Eliana sees that, and she's just like... Joan kind of, like, looks at the paper and is like, Paper? I'll explain later. Okay. Um, So, in one hand, hold the item. The other, grab on to um, somebody else's um, wrist, um, who, like, the wrist of of someone holding, like, the wrist of the hand holding an item. Hmm. Okay. Gonna want to be in a circle. Rianne pulls out one of his blessed hunting knives, in Hmm. particular the one that used to belong to his mother. Um, So we grab someone else's wrist? Hmm. Yep. Eliana's gonna grab Voltaire's wrist. She's got some emotions (laughs) on her face, (laughs) clearly. Julie has a silver crucifix. Ooh. Joan puts her amulet in her hand, and Joan takes Julie's hand. Caden will, I guess, grab the wrist that Joan's holding? The hand that Joan is using to hold the amulet. He'll grab that wrist and then hold out the, his hand with the feather, just, just kind of out, in the case there's still a hole to be filled. Uh, Rian would move next to Caden and grab his wrist with the feather. And you will take the final position. <laughs> Between Rian and Voltaire, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, you haven't decided. No. no, 
because Eliana grabbed Voltaire's hand. So mm-hmm. Voltaire needs to grab someone's hand and someone needs to grab Eliana's hand. Uh, mm. Where do those two go then? And no one's grabbed Julie's hand. Well, Julie, actually, no. Let me see. Wait. Joan is holding Julie's. Caden's holding Jones. Rian's holding Caden's. Okay. And then Eliana is holding Voltaire. Two people. So Julie needs to grab someone. Why is this important? Because character relationships. Because the whole thing about this thing that we're doing is it stems from uh, strong relationship connections, which don't have to be like the Julie, whoever one is going to be more tenuous, but like. Ooh. Julie's going to grab Eliana's hand. Oh. Okay. Emotions. <laughs> Andy will will grab her hands, which means that Voltaire grabs Voltaire has to grab hers. Andy, which is lovely, <laughs> and you know it. F- that fits. It, it works. I think that fits. Perfect. I think that's brilliant. This is yeah. great. I love all of this. Do they? All right. I all right. Like before this, like, while well, you guys were like figuring out whose hand, Andy was just kind of standing in the background, like, um. <laughs> She's going to take whatever spot is last. And she was kind of hoping it would be between Rianne and Julie because she feels the most comfortable around people who she has no connection with. (laughs) (laughs) She has a connection with Aiden? (laughs) No, but she knew that you you would... Aiden was taken. Oh, that's fair. Okay, fair enough. All All right. So once everyone is holding hands, Jones, all right. Think of... Think of a place where you feel at peace. Find a place could be from your past, could even be, I don't know, just something connected to you, positive thoughts. Oh, <laughs> I just realized something. And I feel like in this moment, Andy will also realize this thing that she had forgotten. Ooh, okay. <laughs> And at the same time, while you are visualizing that, think of the other people in the circle. Think of your connections, how we are all tied together. And then she says a short incantation in French. Have a question. Are there things that you could think that would accidentally make this not work, or is it just going to work just because? Um, if you were to start thinking about unrelated things, yeah. No, related, but it doesn't. So, Eliana doesn't have a straightforward, happy place. As long as you are focused on a place in your mind and your connections to other people in the circle, it's going to work. And so, Joan repeats this phrase two more times for a total of three. And on the third time, we are not. Well, actually, this will need to be a check. <laughs> you put away your dice. We're only, we're only creating our own little pocket dimension. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is going to be a formidable. Would we get several blue dice for the fact that we have focuses? Like we actually have items to help focus? Yes. That is part of the reason for having. Did we send a text to Jonathan or something? <laughs> yes. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, I don't know if I like Let that. Let us know. Is it to no? No, it's in general. Well, it, it. I feel like it's stronger for specifics, but like in general, just like t- to everything and everyone. Okay, mm. interesting. I'm really 
<laughs> nervous now. Yeah. But you have a happy place, more or less. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that'll be interesting. Uh, that'll have some happens. <laughs> yeah, I uh, thought it might. Oh boy. Okay. So this will be discipline, but it will be a combined check with everyone in the group. Ooh. You can use Caden's skill. What's Caden's skill? Five ranks. Ooh. Oh my laws. That is good because Joan has four willpower. Mm-hmm. Dang. Okay. If someone wanted to use intense focus. <laughs> I can use intense focus. As can I. Are you both going to use it? Yes. Yeah, you use it. This seems like the right time to do it. I feel All like right. I it twice each. What about you, Xander? Um, that seems broken. I will leave that up to Jonathan. Huh? Would it be too broken if we both used intense focus twice each? Um, you can only do it once in this case. Yeah, that's can you use brilliant casting? No, you are not casting a spell. You are kind of acting as a focus for Joan casting a spell. I see. Okay. Used intense focus once, so. A lot of taste. I'm so excited. I'm kind of hoping bad things happen. I just want to Shh. see. Gosh dang it, Amy, seriously. That's my job. That's with a triumph. Holy crap. Yeah. On that third incantation, we are not in Joan's apartment anymore. You open your eyes, and we are in a spacious living room. On either side are doors. Over each door says someone's name and room. Eliana's room. Voltaire's room. Caden's room. Rianne's room. Julie's room, Joan's room, Andy's room. Except Andy's room is alone. So there's a door that has like a stereotypical like exit sign over it. Three doors lining opposite walls and one door opposite of the exit. And Andy's room is opposite of the exit. Oh, interesting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This center area is large and spacious there's a roaring fireplace along with lava lamps don't know where those came from (laughs) (laughs) i wonder (laughs) and there is a really really nice looks incredibly expensive armchair next to a couch that looks like it was bought at a garage sale but also looks rather comfortable and (laughs) this hectic mix of everyone's various aesthetics in here. And we have now entered our domain.
I'm grateful <clears throat> for you guys. Oh, I'm glad I caught that on recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now you have evidence. <laughs> All right. The Inquisitor's entire body glows with negative light as he becomes a negative image of himself. I feel like if you do this sort of thing, it should be like, you guys ever seen the Atlantis movie, the cartoon Disney? Oh one? gosh, yeah. yeah. When, oh, like when he burns from the inside out and he just like fades away and he just like crumbles, he turns into lava because he like mm-hmm. eats. I don't remember what happens. Something with the rock, the magic stone. I feel like mm-hmm. that's what should happen if you do that with an angel. You should just like from the inside, you just start to glow and you just kind of like die. Unfortunately, I well, don't think I that's think gonna good, be the actually. case right as now. Great as that I think he's, he's doing fine. Yeah. Psychological damage is going to be the least of his problems. Well, oh, pretty psychologically damaged. That he is starting to leak. Gross. Oh. Light. There's some cracks starting to appear in places. <gasps> Have you guys ever seen the movie um Dark Shadows? Nope. No, no, never heard of it. Ah, uh, well, there's a scene at the end where they like are trying to defeat the bad guys, this big evil witch lady, and she like gets so smashed in that her face literally cracks like porcelain, and it's just like a hole. So that's kind of what I'm imagining, except there's light there. <laughs> I love that's it. Just, yeah, that's good imagery. Um, this is that good some, sci-fi. As they're walking, yeah. You guys want to know how much damage you guys dealt? I'm assuming not much. Yeah. Six? Six. Not Six. Surprised. Not Dang. Surprised. So was that including Moroni's hit? Yep. Oh, Moroni did most of the damage. Oh my I mean, laws. Moroni did four damage. Rianne did two. Well, Jeez. You know, we beat him. <laughs> we beat him. Hey, that's, hey, this is how that's Unseen World works, you know? Some <laughs> people are just weak to certain things, and you just gotta exploit that, or you die. Yeah. Well... Fun fact, the holy power and blessed weapons still only do half damage to him. What the? Wow. Everything else zero damage. Wow. That's insane. That that is ridiculous. Well, we're not going to fight an angel again, I'm hoping. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Never again. No, please. Anyway. I suppose the full connection but he did feel that someone guiding his hand. Playing from John the Adventurer. <laughs> 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 Great timing. Excellent. Okay, well, I love just everyone's react. I also love like Nathaniel just like not able to communicate anymore when Aaron said pineapple jalapeno. <laughs> Field trip. <laughs> 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 oh geez. Oh gosh, we, you good? We, we really killed Nathaniel. <laughs> Don't die on us, Nathaniel. This is called the My Roommate's Going to Bed field trip. <clears throat> it's my favorite right. field trip. <laughs> I had no idea this whole pizza episode would have us <laughs> laughing so hard. It might have been because we were it. just so tense. Oh from gosh. everything else yes. that like we desperately needed this oh, yeah, we need needed some laughter <laughs> we need some stuff uh, anyway alive. move on live all right amy what's the number <laughs> come up with a phone number amy call it 
Um, <laughs> 1-602-533-729. Hopefully no one right. actually calls that and sees if it actually comes up anything. <laughs> I don't know. I like how you didn't even go for the 555. It's just like real number, <laughs> real person. <picture. laughs> <laughs> Xander is gone. I'm texting him. Now, who's in the taxi with who? Oof. Oh, my Shocker. Sorry about that. My internet just had an aneurysm. No, because four you people can fit in a taxi, and there's seven people, so we only need two. Yep. Oh, I don't know if True. I Eliana will be in a taxi with Voltaire, and no one is surprised. <laughs> no one's surprised Julian Joan went in, too. Yep. We're not surprised about the couples being so in freaking the main high school. Well... <laughs> It does it matter? Are we gonna have scenes? We're, no. Okay. No. All right. Let's go to the apartment. Voltaire. 